And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. And it's Flashback Friday once again. You noticed that, did you? How yeah. it kind of came in part way and then disappeared again. <laughs> I like doing that with the mic. Oh, he said you and your sound wizardry <laughs> over there. I'm running by really fast. It's yeah. really, really quick. You oh. know, Dave was saying, oh, yeah. He said people are really starting to listen to uh, the Flashback Friday show. I'm thinking this is the episode where that trend changes. <laughs> yep. Really, 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 really. really. Yeah. <laughs> Some idiot talking on the microphone. Yeah. I don't even know where I was going. I don't know what you're doing either. <laughs> okay. We're here to flashback to all the Jaselmod podcast shows. All? All of them. All. We're gonna, How about we do three? We're gonna, What? Three. But Dave said all of them. No. Just three this Just time. Just three this time? Yeah. Oh, well, that's going to be a hard choice. No. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> I was I was in a negative flow. Oh, okay. There, so I was all correcty and stuff. No, Rob. see that? I almost swore, but I you didn't. Didn't I? Caught myself. We're PG in this one. Not the movie <laughs> That's right. Check it out. Okay. <laughs> Our first one is Seeing Red Number Eight. No. Yeah. yeah, it's called Up in Smoke. Oh. Uh, this one is from January 14th, 2013. Rebecca, Aaron, and Dave, which spells out red, <laughs> talk about angry pregnant women, the second coming of Netflix. They compare their pets, and we learn that Aaron is a Hannibal Lecter virgin. She's never seen Hannibal Lecter. Compare their pets or pecs? It says pets, but... Oh, okay. No, I thought you said pecs, but... Mm. That would be a far more interesting show. I Maybe it's just a Freudian thing on my part, but carry on. Along with some Harry Potter talk that Dave is convinced that it's a subliminal weed reference and the 10 worst movies of 2012, recorded live at the Debbie House on Friday, January 6th, 2013. All right. And it took eight days to get out? Sure. Wow. Editing and slow upload speed. Editing. Oh, yeah. We don't do that in nope. the movie Madhouse. No. no here it is. Edit. Plop. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Start the episode. All right. Here we go. Hey, boys and girls. Welcome to Scene Red. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. Okay. Here's a question for you guys. What is more frightening? A six foot one woman that's going to beat your ass or a six-foot-one pregnant woman that's going to beat your ass. Which one is more? What What do you think is more frightening? The pregnant woman, obviously. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. And it, it's not just because it's, she's pregnant. It's because of the hormones. Yeah. That comes with the size. And then, you know, you're, you're less inclined to want to hit a pregnant woman. So then you're just going to get your ass kicked and you can't really fight back. Well, the reason I bring this up, and we were just having a conversation before we got on stage, is now was this last year, right? Last year or year before last? It was the year before last. Well, it's it's your story, so go ahead and tell the story. Um, so the year before last, I had a cat, and he was an inside cat, and he had gotten out and went missing. 
And the next day, we saw a dead cat in the field. We're like, oh, that can't be him. Like, I wouldn't think my cat would just get out and die, you know, mysteriously, like, overnight. Right. And we go over there at night, and we find out it's him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if, they, if he was killed because he's a black cat or what. You know, people are weird. But he was, you could tell that he was shot to death with paintball, frozen paintballs. He had paintballs all over his body, blood coming out of his mouth and everything. We had paintballs in our yard. Well, that day, what do I see? People across the street with paintball guns, running around, shooting each other, playing around with paintball guns. So what and happens? I knew that they did it. And Mom and Lacey found out about it, and they were livid. Now, if anybody that follows, Lacey's my wife. And at the time, she was pregnant, and, and she is six foot one. And let me tell you, my wife, she she has a heart of a man when it comes to confrontations. She does not back off. And her and my mom went and, and confronted, were these kids or teenagers? Teenagers. Confronted them. And pretty much what happened from there? What I mean, what were they saying? Well, they're, they're basically asking, like, did you kill the cat? And they basically said they did. They said that they shot the cat, but it was already dead. But when we picked the cat up, the underside of the cat had paintballs on it. The cat was already dead. How did they shoot underneath it? Now, and, and here's my question about fearing, you know, six-foot woman going to beat your ass to a pregnant woman going to beat your ass. Now, my wife was like nine months pregnant. She was getting ready to pop our, our second child. and But she's the type of person, if she's mad, she's going to go after you. She's the type of person, she'd be like beating you. She's like, <clears throat> and she's like hold on, hold on, I'm having a contraction. Hold on, hold on, let me, let me grab the kid. Come here. Let me hold the kid. I'm, I'm delivering it, and I'm like mm, popping him in the face at the same time. She just, she, you don't want to mess with her. She really don't. She was mad. She was, she was letting him have it with her mouth. That's for sure. <laughs> she was like on him, like, well, how can you explain this? How can you explain that? And he couldn't explain it. He just kept looking at the ground like a little whip puppy. He wouldn't even look her or my mom in the face. Really? He, he wouldn't. That's. I watched that's... from inside because I knew if I would have went over there, I would have got crazy. I rate. You know what I'm saying? Now, Rebecca is, what, you're six foot? Yeah, about. And and she's not to be messed with. I, I've heard legends, you know, back when little boys were told legends of heroes. I, I've heard legends of my sister actually knocking out. We're not, we're talking, you know, mom, we're going to knock you out, pow! You know, knocking out a grown man. Yeah. So that, that that's something to say. Um, but on a serious note, you know, if you're out there, if you're bored, if you have a paint gun, go shoot at targets. Don't shoot at animals. Animals are living human, they're not human creatures, but they're, they're living, living creatures. That, that cat was like my child. That was my favorite cat, my closest cat. He was like personality of a person. And it took him from me, so. And I'll, I'm, I'll never forget it to this day. That's like saying, well... What if I took a BB gun and came up in your yard and shot your dog in the head while you watched? Would you would you be mad? Yeah, of course. How how would you explain that I just walked up to your dog and just shot it in the head with a BB gun? For no reason. No yeah. no motivation. No, I, there was Oh, it was for sport. It was for fun. The funniest part was is that his stepfather believed it, but his mother didn't. Really? He's like I, I mean, he's never been violent, but I wouldn't put it past him. That's basically what he said. Wow. So that, we were just having a little pre-conversation before we got on stage and, and started recording. I just kind of wanted to bring that out to you guys. 
Um, did you guys hear that after, you know, because when Netflix originally, you know, they split off, they became, uh, what was it? Uh, Netflix and was it Flickster or Filmster or something like that? You know, Flickster. They split off and then the, the profits dropped. I should have bought in. I was going to, but I should have bought in. Anyway, after two years, because they did this back in 2010, they announced on their four quarter release that after two years they're finally halfway to where they lost they lost that much money and i know that you guys are just adore netflix has there been any changes to the netflix lineup or does it seem like there's more stuff or uh, less stuff i had a lot more disney stuff i i can say that uh a few days ago oh. i was telling her about something they take it off yeah really like i was explaining to her um i don't know if you ever heard of this comedian named Carlos Mencia or not. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They used to have his TV show series on there. They used to have a few seasons on Netflix. And I was trying to show her some of it because some of the stuff he does say is pretty funny. Right. And I was trying to explain to some of the jokes because she'd seen him on, on uh, South Park, an episode of South Park, and she didn't really understand what South Park was trying to portray him as. So I was trying to explain to her about that and you know give her an example of some of the stuff that he does with the show. They didn't have it, the show on Netflix anymore. They only had a few of his stand-ups in, like, a movie. Really? I think that what they're doing is the things that aren't very popular. Uh-huh, they're, they're taking, taking off, off to save money. Because there's been a few movies that I've watched on Netflix, and I went back to watch them again, and they're, and they're gone. gone. They're gone, yeah. Really? And documentaries, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I know that they just signed a deal with Disney. Yeah. They've been trying to get Disney for years. They finally got Disney. They've gotten um, a lot of movies, new ones, like... Pocahontas, Pocahontas 2, Aristocats, Grandmaster, um, they got quite a few movies on there. My kids will probably like that. Well, mainly Zoe, Jaden, he, he, if it's not bloody and violent, he really doesn't care much for it. But uh, yeah, I, I noticed that finally after two years, Netflix is finally starting to merge from the depth. And you know, the interesting thing is, is the guy who made that blunder, the CEO, he's still the CEO. How did he not get fired? It was a $1 billion mistake. Is that when they raised their price up super ridiculously high for a while? Yeah, it was like 16-something. A month? Yeah. Yeah. That was just for the, the, on, that was just for the online, wasn't it? Well, it was for streaming and... That's still 16 a month. You pay 16 a month for one DVD and streaming. Really? Yeah. That was... Sorry, my phone. But, um... It was higher than that at one time. It was like twenty one ninety nine a month, something like that, for just one DVD. Really? Now, I, I like Netflix as much as the next person, but, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I realize, for example, and I know the numbers because Kevin Smith talked about it. He was paid a million dollars from Netflix to carry Red State. Mm. You know, so that's a lot of money for these big name movies, you know, especially if there's a, a whole ton of them. Yeah. Now, has like, has the older movies uh, have they dissipated or are they still there because I noticed like when I first got into Netflix I noticed that there was lots of old movies from like the 80s and 90s there's a lot of old movies on there really um, it's more or less the more popular movies that I mean, are on there it's because when you go on your device for Netflix it shows you like a predestined list of different movies right but if you go to the website and you put them into your instant queue for instant play there's a lot because I have like some older movies on there. Uh huh. But 
I think there's still a lot of old movies on there. A lot, there's a lot of old scary movies because uh, there's yeah. a lot. Really? I was, I'm always looking at the horror Dawn movies. Dawn of the Dead's on there? I'm always, I'm always trying to look at old scary movies. And there's quite a few. I don't know. I, I, I've watched... I don't know. Lately. And I don't know if you noticed because we all share Netflix. Yeah, I'm like, I'm always like, who watched that? <laughs> I watch a lot of documentaries. That's, I don't know why. It's just it's I've watched, something I've been into. I've watched all the good documentaries on Netflix already. I always check them to see if they have anything new. Uh, late... I laugh at all the 2012 documentaries. <laughs> Especially now. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, we're alive! Why is it okay? Why is it okay? They have a lot of good mm-hmm. Japanese horror movies. They do. Now, uh, we've had this conversation. I mean, this is years before we even thought about starting podcasts. But, you know, we, we've had the conversation of, you know, good Japanese horror to American horror. And it's just a, a total different... They use a total different formula yeah. in, mm-hmm. in Japan than uh, America. The last one I remember, you actually let me borrow it, was was The Ghost about the uh, the kid in the school. It was... Was I think it was the ghost. It was like years. It's called the prey. The prey. Yeah, that was really good. I remember yeah. seeing that. What was the last uh, Japanese movie that you seen? Remember, it's been a while. What are you watching right now? What Japanese I watch right now? Wait, or yeah, well, anything. What are you watching right now? We've been watching the uh, Lost Girl series. We finished watching all of them today. Now, what is what is that? It's basically Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets True Blood. It's like Canadian, Canadian. Oh my God! It's like Canada's version of uh, like Buffy and True Blood combined. You can't compare True Canada, eh, to American garbage, eh? No, it's death. If you watch it, it's like because you know how True Blood has a lot of like sex and violence and it's cussing sick. and. It's like that, but it's toned. It's yeah. way worse than Buffy, but it's toned down to like put on regular TV. It's called Canadian patriotism, eh? I had to laugh because it has such a unique story. But the name, the is name so horrible. just blows. Lost yeah. girl. Lost girl. Like she's not lost. She knows where she is. <laughs> like she and knows first, what she in is. In the first se- in the fir- very first episode of the first season. Uh-huh. She doesn't know that she's succubus. She finds out she's succubus. Okay. And she wasn't... It's like, it makes it sound like she was searching for who she was the whole, her whole life. But she was trying to find out about her parents because she knew she was adopted. Right. And she didn't... She knew she had a power, but she didn't know, like, what anything was or anything like that. But Lost Girl... She's not a girl. She's a grown woman. For one. <laughs> she's in her 30s. <clears throat> I just don't like the name. It's very unoriginal. It's... No, because I know you're a big Buffy fan. And I know for many years, you know, that's what I was buying you for Christmas. It's yeah. the Buffy sets. What's better, Buffy or this this Lost Girl? I wouldn't say that Lost Girl's better. I, Buffy always has a place in my heart because it's one of those first, like, it's like the first series that I ever really grasped. It's like onto. the first hammer you've ever eaten. Well, besides X Files, Buffy was the first series <laughs> I ever really grasped onto. Like, I was into it. I watched every episode from first season to last season. Right. But. It's pretty unique, like for nowadays, like the stories they have. It's like everything's been done, the vampire thing's been done, everything. This is a, this show combines every mythological creature there is, creature ever, even really. from like you know from Norse, Norse gods to, to Greek gods mm-hmm. to nymphs and sprites and sirens and selkies, fairies, and all fairies everything. 
Well, for me, I haven't been watching TV. I've been listening on iTunes. I've been going through as many uh, podcasts as I possibly can get through. Yeah. Some really good, some really bad. Uh, you know, just to kind of figure out what we need to do, not only for this show, but all the other, you know, Jason Modcast shows, you know, to incorporate into our shows. And uh, But I haven't really been watching any TV. I did... I ended up watching a movie today with Lacey, a Lifetime original movie. That was interesting because it really wasn't that bad of a chick flick. Um, you know, some people got killed, and, you know, mutilated and stuff like that. So I was happy. Yeah. But that I really haven't been watching much TV. Um, Rebecca brought... Rebecca, I, I don't know if she's pulling a uh, Paris Hilton... Or not, but she brought her little chihuahua today. Chihuahua. Dad! Dad! That, that's my best impression of Dad! Dad! <laughs> Lumpy Space Princess? She could be Lumpy Space Princess. Who? Paris Hilton! Gosh. <laughs> I know normally, you know, in previous episodes, uh, we've been bombarded by my dog so i guess this episode we're, we're sharing dogs here she's like not even a quarter of your dog her head her body is not even as big as your dog's head i actually i was gonna say she's about the size of my dog's turd <laughs> <laughs> i have a, a yellow lab he's about 100 125 pounds he's a big dog so and what is she she's like five six pounds Oh, yeah, five, six pounds. So, literally, she probably weighs as much as he shits, too. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's not counting all the days. Holidays. 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 Oh, holidays. Yes, oh, yeah. holidays. When he gets all that food on the holidays. Yeah. He's like, I can't even eat it. Just stop giving it to me. <laughs> well, he's the type of dog that he'll he'll literally sit and eat and eat and eat. And you can watch his stomach. It's just, like, gross. I know you said, you told Lacey... That you thought he was skinny. No, I said he was fat. Oh, fat. He was fat. She said he was skinny. No, he needs to gain she's more like, weight. Like, I'm like, what? Needs, yeah, she's like, he needs to gain weight. I was like, this dog is solid. Yeah, I know. He's, <laughs> he's like a pit bull ready you know to how rumble. Dogs, dogs are supposed to have a little in, like incline in their stomach. Because uh, the their, right. their, their ribcage hangs down so far. Right. He don't have an incline hardly. <laughs> not much And anymore. I told her, I'm like, that dog is fat, Lacey. She's like, oh, no, he's skinny. I was like, he is not skinny. No, that that dog, and especially now because what he's he's almost four. Is he going on four or is he going on three? But anyway, he's he's older, mm-hmm. and you know he's still a pain in the ass. But he's a lot less hyper. Rebecca can vouch for this. He's a lot less hyper now than he was when he was a puppy. He is a lot less hyper. We went on vacation a few years back, and we made the mistake of just letting him in the house. You know, we locked. You know, the bathrooms and the bedroom doors. And you just let him roam the kitchen and, and, you know, the living room. We figured he'd be all right. You know, if he crapped, he'd probably crap in the kitchen. And that's no big deal. I can clean that up. Came home. My brand new fucking sofa. Brand new. Like what? Two, three weeks old? Brand new sofa. Shredded. He shredded that son of a bitch. And and not a son of a bitch. I'm talking some of a bitch. Some bitch. Shredded it, man. He, he's eaten. Now, <clears throat> mind you, if I had seen that movie, was it um, Marley and Me? 
Yeah. If I had seen that movie before I bought a yellow Labrador, I probably wouldn't have purchased the yellow Labrador. Because it's like, this is what's going to happen to you. Yeah. He has literally, he, he, when he was a puppy, he ate Jaden's Wii controller. And now I'm not talking just like, you know, chewed on it. He ate the thing. He ate the controllers. He ate the nunchucks. Okay, he chewed up my couch. <laughs> he, there, we had a, a wooden table outside. He literally chewed the table, the leg of the table. He chewed it through, you know, and that was at least a good four or five inches thick. He, he literally, he was just sitting there gnawing on it, cutting his teeth. Uh, let's see, what else is he eating? He's eating carpets. He's eating shoes. He's eating boots. He's eating pants. Bottles. Legos Bottles, cans. <laughs> can't. Okay, here's a good one. He's like a goat, basically. <laughs> it essentially is. When we were in Nevada, um, we, we couldn't smoke in the house, so we had to go outside, and we had an old coffee can, and we filled it full of cat litter, and that's what we were using as a cigarette yeah. can. He got bored one day. We're talking a coffee can. He chewed up a coffee can. Wow. So we know at any point in time, if we ever go and buy, like, you know, the pop-top beers, and we don't have a bottle opener, we'll just, like, take them over. Come here, Cody. Pop it at some bitch in there. There you go. A living bottle opener. Yeah, for reals. He'll eat it. He'll eat the bottle caps, too. They're like, hey, nom, nom, nom. Or however you guys, nom, 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 nom. I still say he swallowed a toy car or something the other day. Okay, explain that. Remember we were at your house? And he was eating something. He went to take it from him and he swallowed it? Oh, yeah. yeah it was big. You were chasing him around the house like a little kid. It was big. And I, I'm sure when he put that out, it probably hurt. Because I don't know what he ate, but it was like about that big. Well, he inhaled his ball. His little squeaky ball. What? He inhaled it. I'm literally doing the Heimlich maneuver. I'm like... <laughs> Did you get it out? Yeah, it came out finally. Oh, my finally. God. And then he was growling at me. He was all pissed off. I'm like, well, that alternative? Breathe Death? or die, you know? Yeah. Or, what's your... I mean, yeah, it was hard because I was literally, you know, pulling hard, getting getting air into his diaphragm, yeah. which was kind of weird to do a Heimlich maneuver on a dog. But it, it, it did, too. It went... Ooh, it shot out, man. And he's like, Argh! I don't know, folks. I, I, I have a, a schizophrenic dog. I can't just have a normal, normal pet. No, you gotta have the psychotic dog that wants to eat everything. <laughs> or, um, because he's bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he also, he has an infection. You know, this is interesting because people have come over to my house off and on, and he'll sniff them, you know, but he has an abnormal affection to you, Aaron. He loves Aaron. And Aaron stole my boyfriend. <laughs> Cody still likes me, but because when Cody saw me when I first came back to live here, to, to live with my parents. He remembered you right away. Yeah, he? he remembered me right away. He was like up on my butt, like 24-7. Like he was with you. Mm-hmm. He would like come out here to go to the bathroom, and he would run straight to me, try yeah. to come to me. And Kevin's like pulling him. Choker chain. <laughs> Screw the choker chain, man. It didn't work. But either. now he lays him. Every animal does it to Aaron. He's a he's like the animal man. Just you know, all the animals come to me. Like, like every animal loves him. Like any like I have a cat named Kura. That cat has never liked anybody except for me and Stephanie. Really? Yeah. And she liked my dad because. 
like, but she like grew on him though, like right. from being in the room with him. He comes in, I'm like, oh, she's not gonna like you. She goes right up to him and starts letting him pet her and purrs, purrs. <laughs> I'm like, what? Wow. Yeah. It's that animalistic magnetism that you have. It's because he's an animal, that's why. Animals know their own kind. I know. I'm fierce. You, you wish. <laughs> I say more smelly like an animal, but if you say fierce, I guess we'll go with that. So are you feeling any, are you guys feeling any better this week? Are you, I can still sell... Tell that you're, you're still. I'm getting. Amazing. I'm getting better, a little better. How about you? You feeling better? I was. I. It's hard for me to get sick. Uh, I was telling her this a while ago. Like the only times I ever really get sick is if my stomach hurts or like I can't. He doesn't breathe. get sick though. Like I'm all over him, kissing him, sneezing mm-hmm. on him, snotting on him. He never gets sick. Mm-hmm. He'll eat after me, drink after me. Really? Oh, the worst thing happens to him. Or but or he'll get like stomach flu. Speaking of sick, and I actually, I brought this up last week on Win and Burbank, and I, I think this kind of works for what we're talking about since sick. Did you hear about the, or the nurse? She was an ICU nurse in Indiana. She was, she worked there for 22 years, and they fired her because she refused to get her flu shot. Did you hear about that? Yes. That is unbelievable. Now, with, with what Sadie was saying was that, you know, it's, it's somebody's business, their rules. Yeah. But I took it as approach as that's a violation of your, your personal right. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's your body. Mm-hmm. How can you make somebody that'd be for example, you know, if, if uh whatever, you know, I'm your boss mm-hmm. and I'm like, Aaron, I want you to go get six 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 tattooed on your head or you're fired. You know, that to me it's the same exact thing. I'd be like a up yours on that one. <laughs> They're always firing people for stupid ass things though. Like the lady who got fired for being too sexy. What? what? Yes. I cannot remember for the life of me. This happened a while ago. And this lady's ugly too. Let me tell you. Okay, wait, wait. A, a chick was fired for being she worked too at, sexy. She worked at an office. I can't remember what she was doing or what office it was for. But she was fired for being too sexy. She she was suing for it. And then I guess the case... What, she, to, was she going to work in lingerie or what? No. She she wore like high heels and she was dressed appropriately I guess for like the job working in an office but right. she'd wear high heel high heels or like show a little bit of cleavage or something like that and her look was distracting so they fired her because they kept warning her she needed to stop dressing that way and she wouldn't stop but she didn't feel like she was breaking any dress codes and what happened she sued and she win or no what? she didn't win because it just came through I guess I guess they denied it at like civil court or whatever federal court or something like that. What was their purpose on denying? What was it? That? She was trying to sue him for money or something like that for what they did to her. Sex- I would say, I would try to sue for Civil. sexual harassment. Civil rights. Civil right, yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't hear about that. That's crazy. I'd be no. like, one, they treat me like an animal. Two, they're trying to say I'm doing something when I'm not. I'm just being me. I don't see what's... So they insane. also fired someone not too long ago for at a at a university because she wouldn't counsel a gay student. And it, was be- and it wasn't because she... Was like anti. Oh, she was. was okay, she, she was a Christian, uh-huh. and she doesn't believe in gay, like being gay. Okay? Right. Okay. And she never told us. She never told the student, "Oh, it's wrong to be gay." But she told him. She told him. She's like, "I can't counsel him because it's against my religion." And he wants me to say that it's okay to be gay. She goes, "I can't say that." She goes, "I, I didn't tell him it's wrong to be gay." She goes, "But you need to have somebody else do it because it's against my religion." And they fire her right off the bat. I will say one thing. For me, I I don't 
I have no problems with gay people. Neither do I. Uh, not at all. You know. But I believe if if you don't want to say that being gay is okay, that you have the right to say that. Well, absolutely. Um, but I think there's a professional way to yeah. go about, go about it. And yeah. I, I think that she could have taken it because from what you've just told me, and now that I'm processing it in my yeah. head, it sounded like that was more of an issue as it, to it, where well, it shouldn't she, have been an she issue. She was counseling him, but all he wanted her to say was, it's okay for me to be gay because he's like, everybody keeps telling me it's wrong to be gay. And I just want to know that it's right. It's the right thing for me. And she and she basically said that he was like trying to pressure her into telling him it was okay. And she couldn't. And she knew that she couldn't help him at that point. Right. She, know, she, that's just a, a, I don't know. I mean. It's a hard situation. Yeah. To be in. And I think what she did was the right way instead of, you know, making things worse. Well, for yeah, I agree that I think it was a good idea to hand it off to someone else. Yeah. I do agree with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if they're in college... And he's a counselor. Now, I've seen she's college... Or, she's a counselor. I've been to a college counselor. You've been to a college counselor. Sexuality should not even been a conversation. I know. In a counselor's office. Exactly. It shouldn't have been. You get in there, you talk about your grades, you talk about what your future plans are, how you're going to attain them, and then you go on your merry way. Yeah. It shouldn't have been... That shouldn't have come into topic. And in fact, if it, should have, if it did come into topic, if I was the counselor... I would have said, you know what, this is not what we're here for, you know. No, I think don't... she, I think she was like a, like a, like a counselor. Aren't there in college, certain colleges? Don't they have like a school, mental? Uh, it's like a mental. Like, you know, when you're high school, high school has like a psychi- it's like a psychiatrist counselor. Right. I think she was one of those. Oh, okay. And they had multiple ones doing it. She wasn't like a, like a counselor that type of counselor where you go with like over what the school curriculum is and all that. No. Right. No. Yeah. Brings me up to another topic. I was reading online. It's kind of an older news story. But I, I was just thumbing through the other day. And actually, it was like last week. I was just thumbing through the online, just looking at old stories. In Russia, six kids were arrested for killing two teenagers, mutilizing them, then eating them, oh and, then, and then buried their bones. That sounds like something that I've seen before. And, and this is real. This was a real... Now, was there like of, a video about it? I don't know. Because I remember seeing something, and I was telling Rebecca about this one night when we were going to bingos, because uh, back when um, my dad, his fiance was alive, or his wife was alive, uh, his, or her daughter, I should say, is the same age, well, the same age as you. Right. Okay. Um, and she was showing me some of this, because I like gory things, too, and she likes gory things, so we were looking up all this nasty, gory stuff, and... I don't know what side it was. I can't remember what it was, but there was a, a video of these Russian dudes uh, tying up these teenagers and decapitating them. Really? Mm-hmm. And eating out of their skulls and stuff. I I don't know if it was if it was a videotape or anything. Yeah. But um, I was like, that's just it's disturbing to see that uh, one human mutilating and devouring another human i mean yeah there's there's carnivorous instincts in all mammals but that's beyond the line yeah well and that and it it said that you know they the forensics you know the real csi figured out that each victim was stabbed like 666 times and they uh what was wrong with those people they were satanic uh ritualists yeah you know they they literally they crucified uh 
cat, black cat, and hung him upside down on an upside down cross, and it was just, you know, stuff like that is not good. No. When you go and you hurt anything, whether it be human or animal, when you start hurting people, or just when you start hurting creatures, that should be like, hello. Yeah. This is not something that you should be doing. I mean, I understand back in, you know, medieval days and, and even further back into, you know, beginning of time where we're monotheologism. I can't say it right. Monotheologism. I believe I said it right. You know, came into existence. Yeah. They still wanted to, to do human sacrifices because back then when there was, you know, like the Roman gods and the Greek yeah. gods, you know, they would sacrifice, you know, but, and they wanted to kind of bring that over into Christianity as it were. And I, I don't know how long it lasted. It did last, but you know, somewhere along the line, someone's like, you know, this isn't a good idea. Yeah. Now, but on the other hand, like the assassination attempt of Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber? Yes. Justin Bieber? Bieber. That's what I said, Bieber. You yeah. said Bieber. You said Bieber. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're... Well, he's, he's a pussy anyway, so I guess it <laughs> But what I was saying is, now, if... I can't say that that's actually harming the world. You know, the, uh, have you guys heard about the assassin? The guy in prison made a plan to kill Justin Bieber. <laughs> and he was trying to kill other people, too. I can't remember who they all said, but... It's probably all the Disney stars, too. <laughs> it's probably the guy. I can see it now. You know, Justin in, in, uh, down in the hole. And uh, that guy from Silence of the Lambs. It puts the lotion on its skin. <laughs> I can see that totally. Wow. Oh, did you hear they're actually talking about putting out a new... Uh, not a new, but it's a remake of Silence of the Lambs. It hasn't been greenlined, but they're they're trying to haven't redone really yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know if they could re remake something that good have you seen science of the lambs you've no. never seen science what of the lambs? i seen the movie when i was like nine <laughs> it was i was like when i saw it, i was like i've probably seen it, it but again. i was like young you'll have to watch it. it it's it's really if you like thrillers it's not a horror film it's a thriller Good. And it's I've probably really seen good. it though because I've, I've heard that like I've actually heard it like being said like through the TV. So it's I'm like, pretty like sure I've seen Hannibal it. Lecter. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying I, I'm pretty sure I've seen it, but they I have, can't like, other remember ones too. watching it. Yeah, they're they they're all okay. Yeah. I like the um, Red Dragon. Red Dragon was okay. I like the book. Did you know the guy who plays Red Dragon is Lord Voldemort, Mary Potter? The main guy in Red Dragon. He's got no nose. <laughs> Anthony Hopkins? No, the Red Dragon. It's 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 um based on that killer guy. Anthony Hopkins is in Red Dragon. Right. But it's about that he's like a like a crazy ass psycho killer. Oh, okay, okay. That's Walt, Lord Voldemort. Really? Harry Potter. Yeah. Can't tell because in Harry Potter he has no nose, but he right. has no nose. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you guys you guys are big Harry Potter? Mom's the biggest Harry Potter fan, but... God, he is. No, but they're done with those movies, right? Yeah, they're making Potter, Potterville. Potterville. It's, a, it's 
about Harry Potter. Potheads. No. That's, that's, what I, that's what I was thinking. It was a Harry bunch of stoners. Or, you know, <laughs> he's the headmaster of Hogwarts because the other guy died. No, Hogwarts. No, that, that's like a, a... school of wizardry. Oh, see, I, oh, I thought we were still on the weed thing. I was thinking it was like a special blend of weed. My <laughs> God. God, you're murdering Harry Potter. It's a child story. I... Because you know that... Dumb, dumb, dope. Okay, Harry Potter is an awesome movie, and like, it was so funny because like, there's you know, it was like a million movies, right? And I remember when me and mom were watching the last, the very last one, and there's this character in Harry Potter called Bellatrix. She's like, she's a bad person. She's a bad guy. No, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just real fast. You're telling me that there is no weed reference or drug reference. Bellatrix. It sounds like. Hey man, you want some Bellatrix? This this shit will give you. A There's no drugs in Harry Potter. <laughs> it just sounds like a whole open. I don't know, know, man. They got magical plants and. <laughs> mean. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyways, there's a character named Bellatrix, and she is a bad guy. She's on Lord Voldemort's she, side. There's this girl named Bellatrix. Named... Shut up. <laughs> he sort of looks like Cheetra. <laughs> No, with the, the whole... Put a beanie on him. Shave his head. Anyways, yeah. there's a girl named Bellatrix, a woman named Bellatrix in the movie. She's played by Helen Bonham Carter. Who? Helen Bonham Carter? Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, you mean Helena. 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 Oh, okay. Go ahead. And that's Tim... Uh... <clears throat> My God, I can't remember his name right now. Alan? No! <laughs> Tim Burton. Tim his Burton. Wife. Oh. She oh, plays Sweet Todd, and she yeah. plays the voice of Corpse Bride and all that. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And at the end, she's trying to kill Ginny Weasley, which you probably don't know who that is, but it's one of the main character's sisters. You know that redheaded boy in Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. His oh, his sister. sister. And he's trying to kill her, and the mom comes in, and she goes, not my daughter, you bitch, and then she kills her. I was like, everybody, in, like, everybody, that's like the best part of the whole movie. Of all the movies that there is. What movie number was that? The last one. Oh, was it? That was the best part. Me and mom were like, yes! Yes! <laughs> Finally this bitch dies! Because she killed everybody. Really? And it was awesome. She killed her. She was not my daughter. Because she was trying to kill her daughter. She was not my daughter, you bitch. I was like, damn, they cussed Harry Potter? What? See, I think I would have been more interested in the weed reference to Harry Potter. I'm pretty sure there were plenty of them there. There were just underlying you have all of the movies. We have all the movies. Well, we have. We're missing one because mom bought mom bought mom, the same one twice. You bought or she bought the same one twice, right? And then you try to take it back. No, this is what happened. We bought the same one twice because I bought it. I said, "Do we already have this movie?" She's like, "Yeah." So I bought it. She goes, "No, we, I bought it again." Well, when I went to try to take it back, she had already opened it. Oh, nice. She's like, I didn't know we already had it. I was like, "We just talked about this." <laughs> but you know, she worked hard. Speaking of movies, I have a list here of the worst, 10 worst movies of 2012, if anybody's interested. Oh, we should talk about that one. Okay, hit me with it. Um, the first movie is... Dun, 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 Paperboy. Dun, dun, I didn't even dun, hear dun, of it. I have never heard of it either. Sorry. It's, it's a movie with Zac Efron. Who's that? I, of course it has to be. You know who Zac Efron is? Isn't he that fat kid? No. No. That's, ga- that's you're thinking about uh, Jonah Hill. Oh, yeah. Close enough. Um... So what was it called? It's called The Paperboy. Paperboy. Okay. Another weed reference. Okay. Whatever movie this is, it says where Bill Murray played FDR. 
Oh, I gotta know what that one is. It, it it came out just recently. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Anybody that has a problem with Bill Murray has a problem with me. I'm sorry. I like Bill Murray. <laughs> they posted because uh, Bill Moore, Bill Bill Murray, Bill Murray is getting old. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, they around Christmas time, <laughs> I see pictures on Facebook. It was like, have a Murray Christmas. And it was like him posing and stuff. Uh-huh. He awesome. had like a ribbon around his neck. He's like, have a Murray Christmas. <laughs> it made me laugh. I was like, wow. I love him. He's classic. Now, you know that they're not going to. Well, they are doing Ghostbusters 3. Did you hear about that? Uh-uh. uh-uh. Yes, they are doing Ghostbusters <laughs> 3. Dan Aykroyd was trying to convince um, him to do. What is it? Peter Venkman. I was trying to think of the character's name. Mm-hmm. But Bill Murray just wasn't interested. He said that, you know, just that. You know, he's he's old, and it just wouldn't work. Yeah. You know, if he would have done it 10 years ago, it might It would have worked, work, yeah. But not now. So now they're bringing in a whole new cast. And from what I'm hearing on the internet buzz right now, um, Seth Rogen is going to be one of the new Ghostbusters. What? Yes. What? Yes. Wow. Why even? Why not just leave it alone? Well, it's going to be Ghostbusters 3 or 4. Where are we at with Ghostbusters movies? I think, I think it's 3. Three. I think it's 3. I think it's 3. There's some more bad movies. People Like Us. Never heard of it. Mm-hmm. No. Um, you know, internet is not reliable right now. The internet on your phone or just the it's internet? It's not loading in general. It's the website, I think. Um, this must be the place. Never heard of it. No. What else? Uh, Battleship. <laughs> really? No. You know what? <clears throat> when... I thought it was. I thought that was pretty. That was a pretty cool idea. I yeah. never. I never seen it. But I've never seen. To it be either. honest with you, when you're making a movie about the game Battleship, Battleship. you know, and and during the the trailer, you you're waiting. One single idea. For the whole movie, you're going to be waiting for one. You could care if there's aliens or whatever. If you were born in the 80s or the 90s, you know this phrase. And and But as soon as they say it, you know, Oh, you sunk my battleship! The movie's over. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't really see how they made a whole two-hour, 90-minute movie on, know, on, you know, the game, a damn board game, <laughs> and the catchphrase. Yeah, okay, the aliens, else? right? It was with aliens. Yeah, was it? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be aliens attacking. Or another one is uh, this means war. I've never heard of that. No. Total Recall is another one. Really? I I was sort of interested in seeing that because it looked it looked different. But I was like, wasn't that a game for the Nintendo Total Recall? No, it was an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. movie. Oh, yeah. He played Total Recall. I can't believe we're podcasters. What? We're all looking at you. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Come on. You know you want to. You know you want to. Arnold's dead to me. No. He is. He's the governor. He's the governor. Yeah, exactly. I guess that Tyler Perry movie that came out last year was called Good Deeds was really horrible. Really? I don't watch his movies. His movies are all bad. His sitcoms There's are sort one of movie fun. I really liked. It was uh, with Kathy Bates. 
Family that craze or whatever. That the only the me. only movie that I, I oh really they said, they said that Res- Resident Evil Retribution was one of the worst movies of the year. <laughs> I like that. I like that movie. We saw that in. That was my first his 3D first 3D movie. movie. Really, that was a good movie. I'm a Resident Evil fan. Okay, that's like that's like taking hot iron to a dog. It does not work. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Wow, that movie. What to expect when you're expecting, which doesn't surprise me. Okay, another <clears throat> one. Okay, what to expect while you're expecting? No. I don't know if you know this. I'm sure Rebecca knows. Is it's a book that women buy during the, the nine months pregnancy. It tells you what's going on with the fetus from conception to when you have the baby. Okay? That is what to expect when you're expecting. They made a movie about this. Of course. They make a movie about everything they can make a movie about. Good lord! What is it? You know, no, they're gonna make a movie like Driving <laughs> for Dummies. Yeah. Turn the, the dummy series into into movies. That movie Alex Cross that was bad. I didn't. I seen the commercial for it, but that was with Tyler Perry again. Wasn't yeah, it? Well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a black dude, right? Or was that? Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Alex Cross is is uh, African American. Yeah, uh, I, I was thinking because I I heard I listened to the commercial. I never. Really, I don't because I don't watch TV. I heard the commercial, and I looked over at one of the movie posters when we were walking out of the movies to see Resident Evil. I seen this movie poster, and I was like, "Who is that?" Because I, I didn't know if it was like Martin Lawrence or if it was like Denzel Washington right. or someone. I didn't know who it was. You just didn't you didn't recognize him without the drag. Exactly, that's, that's what it was. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is like Ghost Rider's Great Adventures. I didn't, I didn't think it was that great. I didn't watch it. But I didn't think it was that bad. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. It's just Nicolas Cage just needs to give up and give, give Ghost Rider to somebody. Nicolas else. Cage is a good actor, but he acts horribly for whatever reason. In Ghost Rider. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I I haven't seen either of them. Go watch the first one. You'll, it's you'll, like you'll see the first one and you, then you look at the second. If you watch one. him acting Ghost Rider, it's like he doesn't know how to act. Like he just got fresh out of acting school and he don't know what the fuck he's doing. Like he's a good actor. Right. With snake eyes and. Leaving Las Vegas. And even National Air. Treasure. Yeah, even National Treasure. He does. That it. was a great movie. Yeah. yeah, I remember that was. Um, we all got together and we watched it at your house. Yeah, it's a good ass movie. We have it, and I want to see the second one. And then I guess Chernobyl Diaries. I I thought that would be a good movie. But I guess it's really bad too. I hadn't even heard about it. It's like a scary movie type thing, kind of like um. It's that one movie where they have a camera and they're like in New York and that giant Godzilla thing comes Cloverfield. out. Cloverfield. Cloverfield, yeah. And I guess the worst movie of the year was Piranha 3DD. That's, that's 3D. That's 3D. That's double D. Yeah. For double D. Those pictures is too funny. No, that's for brawl sucks. There's a guy in a pool. <laughs> in a pool. A lake. Uh-huh. Holding a woman and her arms like inside the floaty. And like there's a head missing off somebody. And the guy's like, ah! Okay, if if you're gonna go to the movies and you're gonna throw out nine bucks and you see the words not in Vegas, huh. fourteen dollars for a regular <coughs> movie in Vegas, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's a rich man's town. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, but anyway, you throw out <laughs> cash to see a movie. Yeah. And on the teletron, you see it says Piranha. What? 
What part of you says, oh, this is going to be good? I think of the prodigy when I hear Piranha. Why? Because of that song. Oh. They made a song called Piranha. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> what about movies, though? You know, honestly, it, it's... The Piranha thing came out in the 70s, you know, and they they actually ever done a Piranha 3D. They did it mm-hmm. back in the 80s. And that's pretty much all it is. And, and I... I I'm sick of any movie that has to do with the water and sharp-toothed animals. Yeah, I agree. So overdone. You got Jaws. You got all these other shark movies that there. There's like fifteen thousand of them. Okay, and um, I'm I'm gonna go home and clear out my email box because I know I'm about to get it. I did not like Jaws. I didn't like Jaws 1, Jaws 2, <coughs> Jaws 3, Jaws 12, Jaws 15. None of them. I couldn't, I just, I couldn't get into it. What is that thing on Family Guy? Oh my god, it's a bigger Jaws. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it's bigger Jaws. It's like you're going to make a Jaws movie called Bigger Jaws, where Jaws, little Jaws is fight bigger Jaws with the humans. Oh jeez. Yeah, I was on Family Guy. I'm like, that's so true. Yeah. Like, That's where we're going. I will say, though, that that Shark Knight movie that I thought was going to be really stupid was actually not bad. It wasn't as bad. Did you see it with me? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. It was... I, I was like, when I saw the first one, like, oh, that Shark Knight 3D thing, I'm like, oh, uh-huh. God, not another one. Like, come on now. But it was actually somewhat creative. Believe it or not. Like, it wasn't like every other damn shark movie. Right. It was actually pretty creative. I liked it. So, for... This is just individual questions. Um, well, single question for each of you. 2012, what was your favorite movie? Uh, that's hard. Um, definitely. Dark Knight Rises. Well, Dark Knight Rises was good, but. Vote for me! <laughs> it, it was good, but it's not. It, it wasn't. The Dark Knight. Right. You know, the initial... It's like, when you take bread and butter and try to make it better, it just doesn't... Right. No. It's... The Dark Knight, to me, was the better movie of the two so Oh, absolutely. Because you've seen it, right? Yeah, I've seen it. All right, and I'm not going to spoil anything for her, but it doesn't have that same eerie feel to it as it does the first one. Yeah, he does all the stuff, but it doesn't seem as crucial as... No spoiler. Hey, yeah. Just, just, Talk about your favorite movie. Anyway, my favorite movie will probably either be between the two that I saw with her, <laughs> which was Silent Hill and, and uh, Resident Evil. What about you, Beth? Uh, Twilight. <laughs> what does that look for? <laughs> that movie was really good. Oh, I, I'm sorry. That was just a and I don't unconscious know, reaction. I don't know when... Um, did Hunger Games come out last year or the year before? It was last year. Okay, Hunger Games and Twilight. Those are my favorites. Wow. Uh, Why are you saying wow for? Hunger Games was good. No, because it's my turn. I was thinking, oh, wow, okay. what am I going to say? Um, hmm. Wait, wait, wait. I can see that. Avengers yeah, go ahead. Avengers. Oh, yeah, the Avengers. That movie was so good. Oh, okay, I changed my vote. <laughs> Avengers? The Avengers was my f- single favorite movie yeah, me too. of last year. <laughs> I'd say Avengers, then Hunger Games, then Twilight. I really liked the Avengers as well. I don't know if it was my favorite movie, though. Um, 
I just like the fact that he's going to make Hawkeye a complete douchebag. Oh, speaking of, let's see what we have time here. Um, I did get an email. Well, actually, it wasn't an email. It was a Twitter post or a Twitter message, you know, inbox message, that said that uh, Hawkeye was not a, what did I call him in, in the, the New Year's episode? I called him like a minor character. Yeah. It was um, like a sub-character, yeah. several character. And I was told that he was not a douchebag, he was not a minor character, and that there is a reason why his comic book series is, is going on. You know, as a high number one or whatever. <coughs> and, you know, and I, I, I wrote back, I was nice. You know, you, you can't really say much in 140 characters. Yeah. But, um, you know... George, I will just call you George, or Jorge, whichever I'm not, I can't remember, was it G or a J? Um, that's your opinion, and, and this is our opinion. And obviously, if you didn't notice the title, if you don't like it, then listen to something else. That's It's as simple as that, because he was, he was pissed off about it. Um, really? Yeah. Well, like, we understand that. Like, we, He's probably we, like, yo, man, this is my lifetime hero. How could you say that about him? I grew no, up. No, Worse I, to be I'm, him. I'm not going to take sides because I, it is somebody's opinion. No, no, but, wait, let's say something fast. When you ask somebody, who's your favorite superhero? You will almost never ever hear someone say Hawkeye. If you say, oh, talk about Hawkeye, like, who's before Avengers came out? Who's that? Like, Who the fuck was that? If it ain't Spider-Man or... Hey, Spider-Man, Iron Batman, Man, Batman, Batman, Superman, Hulk, you Hulk, know, Hulk, Thor, Thor, Wolverine. Most people don't even know who Hawkeye is. Right. Huh. But this dude, he, he seemed pissed. And, and you know what? Like I said, it's just our opinion. Um, I've been a comic book fan for almost 23 years. I think I have the say on my opinion if I think that Hawkeye is a minor character or not. Yeah. I think he's a minor character. Just like people think, seem to think that Spawn had his own movie right. before Spider-Man ever had his own movie. Right. And people think, well, if they make a movie about it now, it's all right to like that character. But people don't understand and look back at previous comic. It's not. It's not. That's not okay. Like no, 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 no. I'm, I'm it's saying it's okay. Like whatever yeah. characters you want. That's not yeah, the point. Yeah, exactly. But. Some characters are minor characters, some characters are major characters. Maybe he's becoming a major character, yeah. but he was never a major character. Well, let's let's just go down to the, yeah. the local Cineplex and watch Hawkeye movie. Yeah. Oh, wait! There they is no one. Hawkeye movie! <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow, look at that. Well, you know, I, again, you know, each... It's just... It, I, like, I'm, I don't want to be, like, mean or rude or disrespectful, but, yeah, feedback is good, but negative feedback is something people don't like to see. And if you don't necessarily agree with something, you don't have to say anything, okay? It's all right not to say anything. If you need to state your opinion, state it. It's something that's not rude. Yeah. It's true. Because, okay, let's face it. You know, Cyclops is my favorite character. And a lot of people don't like Cyclops. And a lot of people don't like Cyclops. Exactly. I love so Cyclops. I, I, I can understand that, you know. Yeah. That, But I, I wouldn't have, you know. Like, a lot of people don't like Colossus. Colossus is awesome. Yeah. I hate Wolverine. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what we... Remember we talked about that on, on the very first episode. And a lot of people uh, love Wolverine. Some people don't know about Taskmaster. No, almost nobody knows about Taskmaster. Nobody knows about Hawkeye. Right. I like Taskmaster a lot. Okay. My favorite character huh. is Jubilee. Most people don't know who that is. No? Mm-hmm. That's true. Especially now. Like, who's Jubilee? I've never even heard of her. <laughs> What's a Jubilee? What does she do? They go on Wikipedia. Oh, she's a vampire? No. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Don't bring that up! She's not a vampire in my heart, okay? Okay, wait, 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 wait. Because this is something I don't know, folks. What what happened? She was a vampire. I told you about this. No, you didn't. Yeah, we did. They did! We found out we immediately texted we you. We immediately texted you. Yeah. Okay, refresh my memory. They made her a vampire. Because that one week we came home from a podcast and we're like, yeah, let's go watch the original X-Men series, right? Right. We're watching, we're watching, and she's like, hmm, I wonder. She looks up stuff on Jubilee, right? She goes on Wikipedia. And no, I wasn't. I was looking at because I wanted to get wallpapers for my phone. So mm-hmm. I got the X-Men one on here. And I'm looking up pictures of Jubilee for my phone. And then I see something of her, like a vampire face. I'm like, what the hell is that? So I Google it and I Wikipedia. They made her a vampire. She don't have her powers anymore. She's just nope. a vampire now. What? She's just chilling yeah. with Edward and, you know. And it broke my heart. I was like, what? Yeah, because she became a vampire, she lost all her mutant powers. She has vampire powers now. Really? Like, you know, fast, sparkle in the light. Fast running. <laughs> Shut up. I was going to say, is she sparkling? No. <laughs> fast, she's like fast running, hyper senses and all that, but she doesn't have her pyrotechnics anymore. That's oh sad, God. isn't it? They they murdered her. They made her like a, she's like a main character now in whatever series. I can't remember what series it was. She's like one of the main characters now. But they made her a freaking vampire. Why the hell are you going to try to take mutants as it is and put vampires in there with it? (laughs) God. That's because they're hiring, you know, Joe Blow knows, you know, Andy down the street can kind of write. And he's going to write for a lot less than a guy that knows he knows how to write. Mm -hmm. And so they're, they're bringing him over. I mean, that, that pissed me off so bad. Like, I don't, I'm so upset about this. You know why. Cause... Yeah, well, I know Jubilee is one of your favorite characters of all time. Jubilee was your first superhero favorite. Yeah. And they made her a vampire. How can you even put vampires in comic books like that? Okay, like, that's a com- vampire comic book? Okay. But, you know, I have, like, laser vision, and I can fly, and I have telekinetics. I'm a vampire. Yeah, it doesn't kind of measure up in that world. Yeah, it doesn't at all. That's like you're a human. <laughs> no, it's like it's like two different worlds. Like you have the world of like fantasy, and then you have the world of superheroes. They're just two, to me, they're two different worlds. So, do you know how she became a vampire? She got turned into a vampire by a vampire. I mean, does she fall in love? You know, I don't know. Like I just know Edward she. And Bella I just know she yeah, got we, turned into a vampire. Yeah, we read it up. It's whoa, on. Whoa, whoa. It's on the Wikipedia page. Let's see if I can find it really fast. We still have time, so I can tell you. What we have, we have a few minutes left. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all bad. I'm, wow. What I told, I swear if now I texted you or something about this. I'm sort of looking forward to that Wolverine movie because you were saying something about he meets X-23. Yeah. So, uh, you know, X-23 is one of my favorite characters. She's really cool, but I'm not a huge, like, in the X-Men world, she's one of my favorite characters because she's supposed to be a better Wolverine. She's supposed to be an assassin. You know? She is a better Wolverine. I hate Wolverine. I, yeah. Any Wolverine, any other Wolverine, the better Wolverine. I can't remember exactly what the relationship 
of her and Wolverine. I think she's supposed to be like a daughter slash cousin type thing with her or yeah. something like that. Anyway, long story short is, you know, she's quicker, faster, can turn invisible like a chameleon to be an assassin. Wolverine doesn't have any of those attributes. He could run through a wall. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's why I like X-23. She's like an actual assassin type character for Marvel. And you don't really see those. You see all the regular superhero, supervillain-esque uh, uh, heroes in the X-Men world. And you don't really see assassins. And X-23 is an assassin. I found the um, the thing on here. Um, I guess she was dispowered uh-huh in 2004 called the um no it's called it was called new warriors and then later it was in 2004 and then i guess later on since then she's been turned to a vampire it says jubilee was has since gained the powers of a vampire from her transformation jubilee has since gained the powers of, of a vampire from her transformation by the bite of Zarus, son of dracula wow. <laughs> her powers include superhuman strength and speed the ability to turn to vapor it's possible that she can heal much faster than a human as a vampire julie now possesses all the weaknesses of a vampire she must sustain herself on blood avoid direct sunlight garlic silver and religious i'm just i don't throw up i'm pissed that sounds that, so corny well that and that's like taking nosferatu and throwing him into a comic book yeah that just wow yeah they murder her literally yeah not just metaphorically, but literally. They even changed her name in one of the series to oh, Wandra. Wandra? Wandra. It so it's the, not Jubilee no more? Um, no, this is a different series, I think. This was the one once she lost her powers. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called New Warriors. Or I don't know if this is the newest one right now. It says, upon joining the post-Civil War New Warriors team, Jubilee gained highly advanced technology from Night Thrasher to replace her mutant power. This is the one before she became a vampire. I don't know. They just need to leave her alone. They ruined her. God. Nothing left to see on that. <laughs> I, just, I don't even want to think it's about dead. it. It's dead. She'll always that. be in my heart. Don't beat the really. dead horse. Don't. It won't get up. It won't get up. <laughs> well, it's it's kind of like uh, how they have you know two different schools now of Xavier. Yeah. They brought Jean Grey back to life again, from what I understand. Again? Now there's the school, the Jean Grey school for the gifted youngsters. Uh-huh. And then the Xavier school, which is ran by Cyclops and uh, Emma Frost. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it's just... You, oh my God, I can't even get into this. It's it's They've destroyed the Marvel Universe. Yeah, they have. So, that's it for this week. I, I I just kind of depressed myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm David K. Montoya. I'm Rebecca C. Lofgren. And I'm Aaron Illich. And remember, if one of your favorite superheroes gets killed or transferred into a vampire, you'll likely be seen red. Did you learn anything? What? Did you learn anything? No. No? I wasn't paying attention. You weren't? I was playing on my phone. I, got I a thought brand new you phone. were listening because I was playing on my phone. Oh. 
Oh, you got one of those creepy iPhones. Yeah, you? not creepy at all. They're it's, creepy. It's awesome. No, they're not. Yes, it is. Steve Jobs souls in that phone. Probably. <laughs> Ghost in the shell. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a mini Ouija board. Oh, no, well, hey, I bet you there's a Ouija board app. You don't know. Oh. 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 <laughs> okay. After the next episode. <laughs> We're moving on to what we think number seven. What do we think? Uh, very little. We should probably listen to episode number seven then. Okay. That's what we think. This That's is... what me and you, thus we, think. This is what we think? That's, this I'm... is what we think. Glad you're here to let me know because I don't know what I think. I know that. Exactly. That's why I'm part of this team. So we think we should listen. To what they think. That's which right. Which would be what we, we collectively think. still. Yes. Because there's no I in team. Yes, there is. No, there is. It's in the A-hole. No, no. Oh, you're in the A-hole. Right. <laughs> well, this one's called North by Northwest for 99 cents only. This uh, week, Dave and Sadie get into an email brown bag special, uh, say goodbye to a great actor, and then get into the topic of the name North. Afterwards, oh. the two disclose the ultimate fate of Twinkies, and Sadie questions the logic behind Kanye. 99 cent stores. Kanye. Yeah. Kanye. <laughs> Well, let's see what this one's about so we know what we... I'm going to let you finish. (laughs) It's Monday night, so let's find out what the fuck we think. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am S.C. Burbank. This week, we've got plenty of stuff to talk about. Um, We're going to stay with our our scheduled routine. Our format. Yes. As it were. And what we're going to do, we're going to jump right into email. Okay. Because... We, I went through and I got like, I think, four good emails for us. Cool. That, well, Very cool. not so much us, more you. Oh, yeah? I mean, you are the, the star of the show. So. Oh, yes. I have a star over my dressing room and everything. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go ahead. I've got my iPhone ready. I'm pulling them up. Okay. And <clears throat> this one... This one's more directed to me, but I thought it'd be funny just for okay. you to... Okay. Oh, I get to read them? Yeah, you get to read them. Okay. When are you going to change those goddamn advertisements in front of each show? Lovingly submitted by William. <laughs> it doesn't say lovingly submitted by. No. It just says William. Well, David, when are we going to change those goddamn advertisings <laughs> in front of each show. I honestly don't have no plans on changing them, to be honest with you. I wonder if he means change or eliminate. If he, Maybe he's just tired of listening to the same one all the time. Well, see, there's a solution for that. I see he wasn't specific. Right. William, I'm sorry. Specifics help. Yes, but there is a solution. Either way, if you're just tired of hearing the commercials, yes, because yes, I do understand. We've been running for six months now. The same thing, and over yes. and over. Every single episode for every single show. Probably is starting same. to piss off a lot of people, actually. Yeah, but there is a solution. Yeah. When you go to our page, yes. jazelmon.com/slash/jazelmodcast, pick any show that you want. Yeah. It says listen ad free. Yeah. You click on that button, yeah. pops up. Yeah. Higher quality bitmap, just a whole better show altogether. Uh-huh. 99 cents, click on it. It goes, welcome or enjoy this Jazel Modcast show. 
we have our intro theme goes right into the show. Yeah. No advertisements whatsoever. So basically, for the price of a cigarette or a uh, Tootsie Pop, depending yeah. on your addictive level, uh, one could listen to us ad free. Yes. But we do have to do some advertising, William. I'm sorry. I hope you understand why. It's my fault. See, I wrote this crummy book. I'm trying to sell it. <laughs> and that's why we're advertising it all the time. See, if you'd buy it and get all your friends to buy it and everything, we might not have to advertise the book anymore. And we could do something else in the beginning of each show that would irritate you equally <laughs> over a long period of time, of course. And we can sell 250 copies of, of my your book. book. Yes. We'll change the ad. Yes. By God. you got a, you got a deal there. If we, and we're working on that. We're taking steps, can I say? We're taking steps yes. to get my book into the stores, actually. You know, because it's like the odds of somebody stumbling onto my book at Amazon.com while they're there buying uh, erasers and uh, sex toys and whatever else they're buying from Amazon.com <laughs> are slim to none. So I said to David, we need to get this book in the stores. And... Whatever the hell you have to do to do that, do it. And so he is doing that. And so soon, at the bookstore near you, you'll be able to buy Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for dinner. Also, I should say that um, after this show, we're actually going to work on getting, you know, finalizing and getting the book into yes, we are. the stores. Also, this week I spent... Several hours, Lacey can verify this. I literally rebuilt the ebook and your yes. ebook because it's all done in HTML coding. I went through all almost 300 pages doing the HTML coding, added new stuff, and that will be coming to the Kindle store near you. Aha! And for those special Prime Amazon Prime members, yeah. you're going to be able to read the book. 100% free. Only for Amazon Prime. Yes. That's just a nice little contract. That Which we is have. just a little freebie there for you. So there's, there it is. We sell yes. neither, it, and it can be a combo of ebooks to print books. We sell 250 of them. We'll switch out with the Absolutely. We'll change the ad for you, William. Thank you for your email. Now, I have to say, this one is my favorite one. Okay. When I read this, I was just excited. Yeah. Jason Mons, what we think. Good day, mates from Perth, Australia. Oh, I guess that's good day, mates, or something. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm sorry. I have a really crappy Australian accent. I love your show, Sadie. My mom and I listen to it on iTunes Australia every Tuesday. Can you give a shout out to my mom? Her name is Lauren. Thank you for all the free entertainment. And this is from, I hope I say it correctly, Petra, possibly Petra, P-E-T-R-A, in any case. And so, yes, Mama, hi, Lauren. It's great to hear that you're listening to me. That's uh, all the way from Perth, Australia. That's a, that's exciting because who knew, you know? I mean, I don't think I realized. Well, to that, be honest with you, I had to get on Google Maps and find Perth. Perth, Australia. Yeah, it's on one of those coasts, isn't it? Yes. On the, isn't it on the far western, western coast, coast of Australia? Yes. See, I knew that. 
and there's this really long, long, long road through the middle of Australia to get to it from Sydney, say, <clears throat> or somewhere else. Yeah, I watch uh, National Geo. Uh, okay. I, I know all about that shit. But I think it's really cool that we have international listeners. I'm very excited about that, and I'm excited that you and your mum like to listen to us. I hope mum understands about Americans and how nasty some of, <laughs> of us grown-up old lady Americans can be with our mouths. But, it's, you know, if she doesn't know now, she will learn if she keeps listening. Well, and I not think... all grandmas are like I am, I should say. That's, I'm sort of unique in that way. Lots of grandmas around here uh, in this country are gray-haired, knit a lot, and never swear. I don't have gray hair, even when it is my natural color. Uh, I gave up knitting a long time ago because I'm really shitty at it. And obviously, I swear. So, <clears throat> there you go. I'm a different kind of grandma. I'm sort of a 21st century grandma. Yes. I, I am a grandma. I do have two granddaughters. Beautiful young girls. But um, that's kind of where my association with grandma ship ends. Right. I'm well, sorry. also, for the, the, what was it, Lauren? Lauren. And Petra. And Petra. I think within the first couple seconds of the show, of what I say, every episode in the beginning that should kind of set the tone. mom should have caught on by now unless Petra doesn't let her listen to that part yeah. <laughs> what, are you ready mom okay i'll turn it on for you and then when you get ready you just come on in and we'll listen okay mom you know i can hear that happening in their home but um and and sadly i don't really know i'm not familiar enough with the name petra or as i said maybe petra i don't know if that's a girl or a guy i, I don't know. i haven't got a clue but it doesn't matter. Whatever you are, we're delighted to have you yes, as, absolutely. as listeners. And hope some of your uh, Australian mates might also pick up on the whole thing. All the way to Perth. That's That blows me away. That's, yeah. I, that, that's why I said that was that my is, favorite that one. Is, that is really totally cool. Yeah. Because I always kind of localize it. You know, like, I sort of think of it as, as you know, I, I, I try to think of our listeners as at least out of the state. Right. You know, but I rarely think of them as being in a whole other country somewhere, let alone that far away from here. That's a long drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a rather wet one as well. Yes. But I mean, even flying, it's a long way. I thought Liberia was a long air trip, and it was. But That's only the dude, halfway they had like twenty-four hour plane trip, you know, just to get there. Amazing. So yeah, that, yeah. that was exciting. Cool. That's very very cool. So you made my day, Petra and Lauren. You made my day. So I hope you guys continue to listen. Um, when you guys get a chance, also you can email and I'll read it back. I'm kind of curious. Now, did they come on to what we think? Episode one, or oh, were they from? There's that's a good Burbank? point. Did because they start one. with us in the beginning, or have they just hooked up with us? And not that they would have missed all that much in the beginning, but um, it was a whole different format. We talked about lots of different things than we talk about now. Yes, mostly um, uh, nostalgia, and uh, you know, days gone by and all that crap. 
which I find interesting. Some older people find interesting. A lot of young people don't necessarily find it all well, that Well, the interesting, interesting thing is, is when in Burbank is still getting downloaded. Even though we've stopped recording. Oh, well, there, there you go. Well, then maybe they listen. They, they must be listening to When in Burbank then. Yes. Hello? You just answered your own question. Well, I don't know if they particularly are listening to When in Burbank. But I mean. Well, if they, if it's still being downloaded. Yes. Is what we think getting down to them? Or is, are they still getting When in Burbank? No, 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 I'm no. not making myself clear uh, with that question, but when, I think you know what I mean. Yeah, when in Burbank is not in circulation. Okay. The only way that you can go and listen to when in Burbank is if you go to the Jaselmon website and download it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, okay. So broadcast-wise, it's no longer being... Syndicated. Right. Okay, gotcha. Okay, here comes email number three for you. Uh, this right. one kind of made me laugh. Okay. Uh, Sadie. Please, please, please don't split a show into two episodes. I had to go back and listen to part three to get part four. It just takes the fun out of it. So now you know what I think about your podcast, and that's from Michael Dean. Well, Michael, you have a really good point, and and believe it or not, uh, David actually told me about this This email email before I read it just now. Uh, because he said, you know, he was totally right. That was not a good thing for us to do, and we're never, 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 never going to do it again. No. So if we go over the hour mark, we'll we go, just go over, over the, the hour. hour mark. Yes, we're not going to split it. So, yeah. and for me, being the editor slash producer of the show, I'm the one that puts everything, all the content together. That is my fault. I apologize. There's That's, no such thing as fault. It's just, you know. Right. It seemed like a smart thing to do at the time. Oh, guess not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Live and learn. As we have said in the past, we are a work in progress. Not that that's necessarily an excuse, but it is a fact of life. And uh, and and that's why we asked for your feedback. That's yes. why we asked you to send us emails. Because unless somebody had said something, like Michael did, that... We wouldn't know. Yeah, and, and, and fortunately he spoke up and possibly for thousands of other people who thought the same thing but didn't figure it was worth the trouble to email us about it. Uh, so we may be solving more than Michael's problem. We may be solving the problem of a lot of other people as well. So, as I said, lesson learned. We never, never, never going to do it again. We promise. Because it's not like we know what we're doing. No, it sure season. isn't. <laughs> God knows we don't know what we're doing. So thank you for your your comment, Michael. And um, I took this one into serious consideration. I actually went back, listened to episode four, and I agree. If you don't listen to episode three, you're not going to have no clue out in dark what episode in in the woods. So in the dark. Okay. Solution solved. Yes. Problem solved. Problem solved. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. Last one. Okay. I'll just hand it. Okay. All righty. What we think podcast. Hello. Just a couple of thoughts to share with you guys. One, I think you guys should do... Wait a minute. The light's going out and I can't... I'm. See, this is why I don't have a smartphone. I'm not smart enough to use the damn thing. I think you guys should do what we think... Oh, wait a minute. I don't think that's... I'm reading there. I think you guys should do what we think about Hollywood stars and such. That's That's a cool one. And two, have guests on the show. I thought having Russo on the first show really set it apart 
from Wynn and Burbank. I agree with you. And we have a show coming up. Oh, there's more? There's okay. More. Okay. We have a show coming up where uh, Lacey Montoya guests on the show, too. Uh, number three, keep it funny. You should ditch the serious stuff. Yes, I know. And that's my problem. I tend to get very philosophical and serious. And we're trying to fix that. I'm not sure how we're going to do it. Maybe I should get drunk before every show. <laughs> I'm a hoot when I'm drunk. Uh, number four, keep the segments. You had that episode with no segments, and it felt like your old podcast. I'm not sure what one he's referring to, but you probably know. And then I know it's not Monday night, but now you know what the fuck I think. LOL. That's very good. And is it signed? Let me see if I can. Yes, it is. Love. Jamie Patterson, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Jamie, we have no idea whether you're a guy or a gal, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm a Cassie. I know Jamie's of both sexes, so there you go. Uh, but all of your points are really super good and, and helpful. Uh, I do like the idea of doing the Hollywood stars and and such. As oh, it's, it's, it's easy. Jamie it's, says. It's easily done because you can make fun of them without even really trying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they're funny anyway. Uh, having guests on the show might be a little trickier because we don't know anybody that likes us. But, uh, no, that's not true. We do know people that like us. We don't know anybody that likes us that would come out here and do a podcast right. with us. Well, that and we would have to kind of work around not only... Yeah. Because even though I open up and say every night, you know, every episode is Monday night, it, in reality, it's not Monday. Yeah, it's really. just it's a, it's a catchphrase that I I started and I'm using Monday. I kind of right. But sometimes I have to work around your schedule and Ernie's schedule. You have to work around my schedule. Right. Right. And then and then we have a guest. We got to work around their, their schedule. schedule. So it might be difficult. But we can we, if we can think of anybody that'd be cool to have. Well, we'll invite them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then keep the segment, or no, keep it funny, right? The ditch the serious stuff. We're working on that. Honest, we are. <laughs> it's hard, but we're working on it. Uh, keep the segments. You had that episode with no segments, and it felt like your old podcast. Do you know what Jamie's referring to there? The only thing I can think of, because as of right now, as of this recording, there's four episodes up. Uh -huh. And episode three and four had segments. Okay. Episode one had segments. So the only thing I can think of is episode two, I think. Maybe we didn't have segments. Maybe we didn't have segments. But you have to remember, Jamie, is that that was recorded back in May for one. And that's going to be our second podcast coming from Winter Burbank. So it's, it's, how do I explain this? We still wanted to go back into the routine of Winnet Burbank because we did 20 weeks of Winnet Burbank with that type of routine, with that type of... We sort of slipped back into right. it rather than wanted to. And then in episode three, we went back into the segments. Episode four is, is the split, you know, which um, I think Michael, was his name, said something about it. And right, episode not... five, we did, we had segments. No, episode five is... I'm trying to get this all right in my head. Well, we did one with my uh, with my wife, Lacey Montoya. She finally sat down and did an episode. And there was no segments in that one, uh, just because I wanted Lacey to get comfortable Oh, talking. that was when she and I went off on uh, whatever the hell we were talking yeah. about. What were we talking about? 
So there was no segments in that one. Yeah. Maybe um, that's the one Jamie's referring to. She hasn't heard it yet. Oh, well then that, maybe Jamie's not a she. Jamie could be a he. I'm sorry, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that's, Jamie's, that's very true. Jamie could be a he. That's very true. In fact, it could be Jaime. Not even Jamie. Mm, that's true, too. Yeah. So there you go. We're doing the best we can with limited knowledge here. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, we are definitely paying attention to what you're saying, Jamie. And, and yes, we are working towards, A, getting funnier, B, having more uh, entertaining su- uh, subject matter. And we'll work on getting guests in and staying with the segments yes speaking of segments it is now time to move on every week now we take a look at you know great people that have passed away in the week uh and we call this saying goodbye yeah this week there were several but I, i felt that there was one in particular that was more noteworthy than the other ones of trying to explain who they were and Unfortunately, because I was a huge Soprano fan, I, I watched a lot oh, of Soprano. There you go. Okay. Yeah. And this week, James Gandolfini yes. passed away while he was at a film festival in Rome. Yeah, too young an age. Yes, he was only 51 years old. Yeah. Um, and, and from what I get out of the information that's being provided, they were going to kind of give him an award. They were going to play some clips from other really? movies and oh, stuff. And, sucky. And it was the night before. Oh, man. And Didn't even get his award? No. Oh, that sucks. And, but the worst part about the whole situation was is that his teenage son is the one who Oh, Jesus. Mm. Well, what can I say? It's hard to, hard to keep humorous at this point. Right. That's, that's a sad situation. Um, and for those people by wild chance that actually don't know who James Gambolfini is, he is, uh, he, was. or he was famous for playing Tony Soprano in The Sopranos. He was the main honcho. He was the main bad guy. And he was one of those characters that even though he was a bad guy, you found yourself, because he was such a lovable character, you found yourself rooting for the oh. bad guy. And, mm-hmm. and there was many uh, episodes where he was with his uh, shrink, and there was lots of comical dialogue back and forth. I personally enjoyed the show, and though, unfortunately, I never met the gentleman, I actually felt like it was a personal loss when yeah. I heard that he passed Well, away. and I read somewhere, someone said of his acting skill that he was a genius, and, and, I, and I think they based that was based largely on the fact that he portrayed his his bad guy persona in the show in in such a way to create the, the reaction that you have uh, from it in terms of uh, he, he was a bad guy you rooted for and, and that sort of thing. Right. So. And it wasn't like he he was like a shade of gray. He was just a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. But he, he delivered it so well that you know, I think he, I think maybe people forget that bad guys are people too. That's true. Um, according to TMZ, uh, some of the other things that Gandolfini uh, was famous for and he made appearances in was Get Shorty in the 90s. Oh, yeah? Oh, that's a good movie. The Mexican, which I believe is a Ro- Robert Rodriguez film. Okay. And your your favorite 
pet peeve movie, Zero Dark Thirty. Oh, I have no problem with Zero Dark Thirty. I love that movie, by the way. That was out-fucking-standing. That was a great movie. Well, I really dug it. The name. Yeah, well, because <clears throat> my brother was in the Navy, and I clearly remember him saying the phrase, Oh, Dark Thirty, repeatedly. <laughs> And you know what are you when when are we going? Oh, we're gonna get up at O Dark Thirty and go and stuff like that. And so, but as I told you at the time, it's kind of hard to to title a movie O Dark Thirty and have that work in print and right and because it's so Zero Dark Thirty works better for that. And my brother may have been the only person that said O Dark Thirty. I don't know. It's just what I grew up with and heard a lot. Well, I didn't grow up. Well, yeah, I did. My brother is five years older than I was. So by the time he was in and out of the service, I was still a kid. Right. Um, Gandolfini, it was survived by his wife, Deborah Lynn, who gave birth to the couple's daughter, October 2012. That was just last oh, year. Uh, he also has a teenage son from a previous marriage. Oh, oh. So, for Mr. Mr. Gandolfini, he will be missed. Um, he will largely be missed, especially by the, the Sopranos group, because I know that they were pushing to try to make a Sopranos movie, you know, big screen movie. Okay, so... We're moving mo- away Moving from... away from the sad and, and getting into the comical. <laughs> uh, another episode, or not episode, but another segment that we do every week is mm-hmm. called The Helping Hand. And usually what it is is because Hollywood's elite is normally brought up for bad issues. You know, this person's coked out or this one's done something stupid or streaking across, you know, Broadway, you know, butt-ass naked. So I figured, let me look every week to see if I could find something good. Um, you know, just because, just because the general stereotype of all Hollywood is, is bad. You know, is not necessarily true. Oh, all anything isn't anything. So, with this week's helper, we find who was actually one of my absolute favorite actors in the entire world, Robert Downey Jr. is this week's helping hand. And this actually comes from the Telegraph, which is in the UK, big popular newspaper. Uh huh. Uh, And it was June 14th, 2013, written by Chris Irvine. And the article says, Robert Downey Jr. has confirmed that 18-month-old boy who burst into tears after being told he was going to meet Iron Man, only to meet the man who portrays him. (laughs) Heather Dino took her son, Jackson, to watch filming for Robert Downey Jr.'s latest film, The Judge in her hometown of Sunderland, Massachusetts. Downey, who portrays Tony Stark in the successful Iron Man and Avenger franchise, spotted the little boy and went over to say hello. Miss Dino told Jackson that Downey Jr. was Iron Man. Confused because of the lack of the trademark metallic red and gold suit, Jackson burst into tears. (laughs) The actor put a comforting hand on the boy and calmed him. Miss Dino said that uh, Robert Downey Jr., also known for his portrayal of Sherlock Holmes, was a sweet and nurturing, and she could tell that he was a good father. (laughs) 
he was there for 10 minutes just to get a good picture and make Jackson smile, she said. And his people kept telling him he had to leave and was late for shooting. So I can't believe he stayed. So, and that was just... How old was the kid? 18 months. That's like telling Zoe Mickey's coming. Yes. And then have some guy walk in with his Mickey suit out in the car. <laughs> Here's Mickey Mouse. No, man, that ain't that mouse. So oh, well, anyway. And it, I thought it was cool because he could have just like, fuck it. I'm he gone. could he could have blown it off. Yeah, and he didn't. That's cool. That's a good thing. And okay, so one one for the stars. Yes. One for the stars. Now, as we move away from the the helper into the helping the, hand yes the helping hand into the headlines good god I can't believe I'm about to do this <laughs> this week in the headlines yeah. it's all about uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West Kanye Kanye, Kanye West oh. I was close yeah. they sprouted a a little girl yes they do well, this week, they went public with the child's name. Oh, good. What'd they name her? The <laughs> child's name Now, is... be careful. You don't want to insult anybody. Be careful what you say. The child's name <laughs> yeah. is Northwest. Northwest. Yes. Two words or one? West is the last name. Oh, yeah. Kanye West. Uh, and the first name is North. North. That's kind of interesting. No. No, I think, no. No, I think no. that's interesting. I think it's interesting. They named a child a direction. Hey, do you know anybody named Savannah? Sure. Mom got knocked up in Savannah. Come on. <laughs> give me a break. You know, and, and of course, uh, what's her mom's name? Chris Jenner? You yeah. Know, she's already pimping the child out. The child's not even, what, two weeks old. She's already getting pimped out. Next thing we know, we're, we're going to find out that the child's going to have their own line of, like, perfume. And it's going to be North by Northwest. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Oh, I wonder if they've thought of that. Probably. Uh, probably. <laughs> Maybe why they named it Northwest. I think it is a girl, by the way. It is a girl. Yeah. Um, North. Come here, North. How do you nickname that? Northy? Nor? Nora? Maybe. North, no. Northy. I like Northy. Well. That's weird. People like me. North? Yes. People like me that just like. Now, don't get me wrong. I like unusual and unique names. My kid's name, Jaden and Zoe. They're very there, unique. There but there is no way in hell I'm going to name my fucking kid a direction. Where are you going, North? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about you. I mean, go fucking North. I'm not going to name my kid a direction. I'm sorry. It's kind of like naming it up. Yeah. <laughs> or down. Not to... Pick one over the other, necessarily. So, they're interesting enough. Go figure. There's more intelligent people in the world. More people like me that had the same reaction. Like, what the fuck are you on? And so there's a lot of, like, not hate mail, but they're getting a lot of ration feedback. of shit. Yes. They're getting feedback over their decision. Well, Rob Kardashian, 
And I, I believe Rob Cardassian is, is the gentleman who started his own sock empire. Um, hey, you got to start somewhere. It, well, he's happy. In the news, in the headlines, you know, of course, uh, Northwest is born the name. Everybody's kind of up in arms about the name, how fucking I, stupid it is. I do think it it's kind of funny. I have to say, it, it, it's, it's going to cause problems for this child. Oh, yeah. Having the natural name that I have, which is not, as you all probably know, Sadie Burbank isn't my given name, okay? My given name was a real PIA when I was a kid. In fact, it still is because I have a two-word unhyphenated capitalized first name. <laughs> and nothing in this country works that way. No. Forms, papers, even you go online and try to type in two words for a first name and they freak out. And can't do that. And no hyphens either while you're at it. You know, okay. So anyway, just speaking from personal experience, I'm telling you, this kid's going to have a little bit of a problem. Yes. You know, people are not going to believe her. They're not going to think her name is really North. Her teachers are going to give her a hard time for being insolent in school. Just trying to offer some suggestions of why they might want to give her another first name and have her middle name be North. Well, here's my thing, too. But if they do, it'll be a bad one. It'll, yeah. it'll be like North by Northwest or something like that. But here's so. my thing is, well, again, her mom being Kim Kardashian, why didn't they say South? Because that's what Kim Kardashian's popular for is going South. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Okay, let me read this real fast. Okay. Rob Kardashian defends Kim Kardashian's baby name, Northwest. It sounds cool. I do think it sounds cool, but it's not... At the same time, it isn't a good idea. <clears throat> the, oh, oh, and this is, uh, this is from U.S. Weekly. And it's from June 26th. And it doesn't have a, the writer's name. I wouldn't want to put my name on the right, you know, if I have to write an article about Kardashian. <laughs> it says, Haters gonna hate. Kim Kardashian and Kanye West have been mocked for naming their newborn baby girl Northwest. But Kim's brother Rob, for one, is a fan of the unusual moniker. And, of course, this, the decision to stick to their guns. Um, phoning Ryan Seacrest at KISS FM radio show on Wednesday, June 26th, the proud uncle defended his sister's controversial choice and said that he thinks the name is cool. His quote, I told Kim and Kanye this, I'm like, yo people, are you always going to talk, whether it's good or bad? There's always going to be haters. But do, <clears throat> sorry, I'm trying to read this with a straight face. But do what you guys feel. He revealed to Seacrest, who produces a family's reality show, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. <laughs> That's a oxymoron. Yeah, there. really. Family show. Yeah. Keeping up. Okay. Like, you know, everyone's gonna say, "Oh, you're coming up with some weird celebrity crazy name." You know how it is. But, Northwest, it sounds cool, he added. And North is the highest point. So it has a lots of meaning. <laughs> okay, well, here's, okay, here's, 
<laughs> for me, the bottom line. Okay. It's her kid. That's true. She can name her kid any fucking thing she wants. In my opinion, it's her kid. If you don't like it, don't, you know, it's like watching TV and going, I hate that show. Well, change a fucking channel. You don't want to know what the kid's name is? Ignore the kid. It's cool. Like I said, if you got knocked up in Savannah, your name, your kid's name got to be Savannah if it was a girl. Hopefully not if it was a boy. <laughs> uh, on the other hand, if you got knocked up in East Uterus, Ohio, would you still name the baby East Uterus? Probably not. Um, there are a lot of places where people have done that. Okay, if you want to, if you want to get carried away, what about names like Sunset and okay. Summer and 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 Autumn Breeze and Moonbeam and shit like that? Some of them came out during the '60s and some of them not so much. But I just, it's kind of, it's it's a very personal kind of thing to me, you know. And if they if they want to name their child something she's going to have to deal with the rest of her life, that's their problem. What do you got? Oh, uh, Lacey actually found the birth certificate. Oh, of, okay. Of, uh, of, said, of said infant. Of North by Northwest. We'll just call her that because I think that's a lot better. Yeah. What about Norwegian names? You know, I mean, they got like a whole different name thing. In fact, wait a minute. Was it Norway that I read that? got a thing about how you name your kid? Yeah, what was it? We did that? an episode of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't Norway. It was like Greenland. Yeah, Greenland. Yeah, because they got a certain amount of names you can choose from, and that's it. And I thought that was very strange. But it's working for them. You know. Uh, it, it's funny because we used to know a lady. I, I, I remember her fondly, so I'm going to say her name uh, because I'm not talking ill of her in any way. She's a dear soul. I hope she's still with us. Her name is Juan Shula. Very unusual name, but not unheard of in the past. But she introduced herself by saying, I have a real unusual name, you know, thanks mom, and that kind of thing. In her, when her parents were naming kids, people did that. Years and now, years what and was years. the name? Her name is Juan Shula. W-A-N-S-H-U-L-A. Juan Shula. But see, here's the point I'm trying to make is they, people years and years and years ago, they used to make up names. You know, we think that now we think it's unusual that people make up names for their kids. Uh, but that isn't true. It isn't unusual. It's just that for a while we got into the David and John and Bob yes. routine. Two names, two names of those are names of my sons. But, uh, you know, Susan, but what bugs me is if 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 somebody names their kid. Let me see if I can come up with one. Um, okay, let's say Suzanne, and they spell it S O O Z A Y N I E. 
I was taught phonetic spelling, okay? I can I can pronounce any word I've ever, whether I've ever seen it before or not, because I learned phonetics, all right? So I look at a name like that, and I try to pronounce what's written, and it doesn't come out Suzanne. It comes out Susani, Suzani, Suzani, whatever. And then they go, it's Suzanne. And, well, fine, but it fucking doesn't look like Suzanne. If you're gonna, if you're gonna name your kid something ordinary, and you want an unordinary—is that the right word? Yeah. Unusual spelling for it. At least observe phonetic rules, so that because you can do that and still spell That's somebody's name. But sadly. Some of the people doing that don't have the training in phonetics that I have. And so they don't understand the syllabic. That's right, syllabic, syllabic. They don't understand that certain syllables are spelled a certain way. And if you spell certain syllables a different way, they may or may not sound like you think they're going to sound. And just because you spelled it that way doesn't mean it's going to sound that way when someone pronounces it. So be prepared, you know, because it's like when we got the email from Petra. It's spelled P-E-T-R-A. Well, my pronunciation Petra sort of comes from my association with the word Tetra, which I am familiar with. However, I have training in Spanish, so it could be Petra, and on top of that, it could be Petra for all I know. So. <clears throat> I would expect someone with a name like that to be understanding of a total stranger's inability to get it the first time out the, the bat because never having seen the word before, I'm just having to that go by nasty. my phonetic training. Oh, that's right. a good idea. Swinging back to the Cardassians. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Staying online. Um, here is the official statement from Kim Cardassian. This is... Oh, about Baby North. It just freaks me out all the time. It's scary. After a difficult pregnancy, it's just really painful everywhere. And a dramatic preterm delivery, Kim Kardashian is now in baby heaven with daughter Northwest. My new motto, happy mommy, happy baby. Kim's new life as a mom is revealed in Us Weekly, including the E-Star's biggest shock about motherhood, that she's actually a natural. I feel myself getting really protective. A source close to the new mama tells the magazine out Friday, breastfeeding is working for her, and she already feels she has bonded with Nori. Fitness trainer Tracy Anderson adds that since Kim's nursing, she's not dieting. And Kim's longtime friend, Robin Anton, says that little Nori, who was born five weeks early, at four pounds, 15 ounces, is beautiful, and Kim keeps telling her how much fun it is to be a mom. You just have to roll with, the, you know, what God gives you. As for Daddy Kanye, who is currently crashing at the Jenner home along with Kim and the baby, the magazine reports that he holds Nori all the time and doesn't leave her side for more than an hour. He's a great guy. But, according to Us Weekly, he's not changing diapers. I think her name will definitely probably be unique. About choosing Northwest, apparently some family members questioned the unusual name, but Uncle Rob was not one of them. Kim's brother spoke up on Ryan Seacrest's radio show today. I told Kim and Kanye this, I'm like, yo, people are always going to always gonna talk whether it's good or bad, and there's always going to be the haters, and just do what you guys feel. Northwest, sounds cool. North is the highest point, so highest point, I, I mean, it has a lot of meaning to it. <laughs> well, at least in his mind. That's yes. Fine. That's fine. 
That's uh, and I'd be curious to know, and they didn't say. I was hoping they would. Whose idea was it? Have, has anyone said yet whether it was Kanye's idea or hers? It was Chris Jenner. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, I don't no. know. I just idle curiosity was there. It? I'd be I'd be curious to know. But see now she's is, they're calling her Nori, and that solved one problem because I was like, how what are they gonna call her Morphe? But Nori, that's kind of cute. It's seaweed in Japanese, but that's okay. You know, you can't go too far with that. I mean, good right. God, you know. Like I said, it's it's her baby. It's her it's her thing. If she wants to name her kid Dirt, she can name it Dirt. Yeah, that's true. I mean, really, you know, I, they, think I think it's kind of cute. Northwest, I think you know, cute in so far as it's clever. I think it's clever. I do think it's going to cause, cause problems for the kid later on down the line. But they might get by it with just calling her Nori. And, you know, the kid... And who knows? You know, by the time that kid's in school, there are probably a thousand other kids named Nori. You know, because a lot of other people are going to go, Well, by God, I can do that. I'll name my kid North or West or East or South <laughs> or whatever, you know, and so they will. And that's okay. More power to you guys. Go for it. Now, staying on the headlines, but we're going to change directions a little bit. Anybody that followed us on Wynn and Burbank will reflect and will remember the, the conversations, multiple conversations that we had about the great Twinkie debate. Oh, yeah, yes, Twinkie. And after many months of not enjoying the creamed-filled heaven, delight, <laughs> we now know the ultimate fate of yes. Twinkie. Yes, we do. And S. Sadie Burbank yes. has that info. Candace Choi from the AP Associated Press, uh, her headline is, Quote, sweetest comeback, unquote. Twinkies to hit the shelves, July 15. Twinkies are coming back. Hope Hostess is betting on a sweet comeback for Twinkies when they return to shelves next month. This was printed in June. Well, this is June. Hello. Well, it's not June. It's actually, what, August for the listener? Well, anyway, whenever the hell it is, Twi- <laughs> Twinkies, Twinkies are going to hit the shelves in July. Uh, the company that went bankrupt after an acrimonious fight with its unionized workers last year is back up and running under new owners and a leaner structure. It says it plans to have Twinkies and other snack cakes back on shelves starting July 15. I'm not going to read the whole article. It's quite lengthy, but you get the point. Twinkies, you know, and my uh, youngest son said, They'll do something the world cannot get by without Twinkies. I'm just that's and they just, did. I'm just quoting. Okay, and yes, they can't, and yes, they did. They can't keep you down. Is, Think, it, is it, it? Can we do this one too? I was actually that you set me up. I was going to say since you brought up products, <laughs> but you did that purposely. Okay, I did the math on this one. Okay, for and I don't know if 99 cent stores. 99 cent only stores right. are all over the country or not, or even more so outside this country and in other countries. I doubt that. I 
kind of do too, but if you live near or have visited a 99 cent only store, I have a complaint that I would like to lodge against them. And my complaint is this. They have a sign at the entrance of their store and it says, all prices will be rounded up to the nearest dollar. Okay. Okay. When you go into the store and you buy an item, it's on a shelf, and under the item is a sign that says only 99 cents, or sometimes less than that. Sometimes they do have things that are less. Uh, sometimes they'll say two for 99, or 69 cents, or three for 99. But according to them, there's nothing in the store priced more than 99 cents. That's their claim to fame. Okay. Right. But. Remember, there's a sign at the door that says, all prices will be rounded up to the nearest dollar. So when we went the other day to the 99 cent store, which I do like, by the way, I frequent them, um, I noticed when the young lady was ringing up our items, and it's all automated, you know, it goes bing across the zip or the barcode detector, you know, bing, and, and it really does make that funny sound, bing. Um, then it goes on to the computer screen, which you can see if you look, and it says uh, one cucumber, uh, and it says point nine nine, and then it brings it up at a dollar. And I said something to my husband. I said, "What is that? How come it says a dollar? It's supposed to be ninety nine cents." And of course, typically a male, he's going, "Ah, oh, never mind. Shut up. It's only a night. It's only another." And the, I said, that's not the point. The point is, it's a fucking 99 cent store. It should be 99 cents. So, and every single item that was rung that had been priced at 99 cents rang up as a dollar. Right. And except for the four items we bought that were 69 cents. But now, rounding up they to ran, a dollar. And they though. rang up 70 cents. Okay. Okay. Now, let me, let me continue all right so we get the the receipt and i had i i did the math we had 24 items at 99 cents right okay that comes to 23 dollars and 76 cents we had four items at 69 cents which totals two dollars and 76 cents the combination of those two totals is $26.52 before tax, license, and dealer's prep. However, the subtotal on my receipt is $26.80, not $26.52. The difference being that one little extra boom that they did to put it up to a dollar. And I say, if it's a dollar, then it's a dollar. If it's 99 cents, it's 99 cents. Not point nine 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 nine, which is the way the receipt shows it. See there? The receipt. Each item that's rung isn't rung at point nine nine cents. It's rung at point nine 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 cents, thereby allowing it to be an, a number that can be rounded up to one dollar but 99 cents or 0.99 
is not a number that is entitled numerically, mathematically, to right. be rounded up another fucking penny to a dollar. So I say if they're going to charge 0. 0.999 cents, did I have that right? 0. Yeah. 0.9999 cents. If that's how much they're going to ring up something for, then every item in the store should be price marked. 0.9999 cents, not 99 cents, because 0.9999 is not equal to 0.99. No, it's not. And their name is wrong then, because it says 99 cent only store. It should be 99.99 cents. Exactly. Exactly that. Lacey's got something she called up on the computer. <laughs> now, while we were talking, Lace went and checked the it's 99centonly.com and it's the pricing policy. Effective September 21st, 2008. After more than a quarter of a century of holding the line on prices, inflation has caused 99cent-only stores to now add a charge of 0.99 cents. 0.99 of 1 cent onto the base unit price for the merchandise. And we want to clarify how our 99 over a hundredth of a cent pricing works. First, we want to emphasize the price we charge for the item we sell will appear in a total form on the register display before purchase is made. This is the price that will be charged for the total purchase. If our customers do not believe this price is correct or do not wish to pay it, they do not have to complete the transaction. We are committed to making sure that no transaction is completed unless and until the price is acceptable to our customers. When the final price is tallied and displayed on the register. Please know, please know you have the opportunity not to complete this transaction. Once the purchase is made, you have the you have agreed to the purchase price. And so it is important for the customers with any concerns or questions not to proceed before transaction is made, i.e. before payment is made. To put it simply, the price that appears on the register is the total price we are charging, with applicable tax added, and the items you have selected. If you complete this transaction and pay this price, you are agreeing to the price for the item selected and present for purchase. Well, that's all well and good, but like I said, then don't call it a 99 cent only store. I agree. And I mean, they may as well call it a 50-cent-only store. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thing. really, when you think about it, because it's it's not 99 cents only, and it's not 50 cents only. It's 0.999. And besides that, how many of us impoverished people have to go to the 99-cent store to make ends meet, read stuff like that on our computers before we go shopping? That's and, true. of course, you don't have to complete the transaction. What kind of bullshit is that? You don't have to complete the transaction. Well, you don't ever have to complete the transaction. Of course you don't have to complete the transaction. Huh? Okay. Now, the next piece is single purchase of item group for sale 
at base price, for example, two for 99 cents. Listed price, 99.99 cents per quantity greater than one. Actual purchase price, $1 for all items. But they don't list that, it says 99 cents. That's the price on the on the shelf underneath the product 99 cents and I'm sorry folks but 99 cents isn't a fucking dollar no. it's 99 cents I agree and I know that the difference between what I paid of 26.80 and what I should have paid at 26.52 is not major I don't think I've not for one minute do I think it's major that isn't my point my point is Call a spade a spade. And I didn't mean that in any other way except call a spade a spade. Right. If it's 99 cent only, it's 99 cent only. If it's .9999, then call it the .9999 store. <laughs> and put .9999 prices under all the products, which they won't because that costs them money to do. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You know, so they're... They're saying that since 2008, they've had this huge financial burden that they've carried because they didn't round up everything. Another, Come on, give me a break. You just figured out a way. It's like gas prices. How much is gas today, honey? Three seventy-eight and nine tenths. How much was it yesterday? Three seventy-eight and nine tenths. Right. Well, then it's three seventy-nine, isn't it? That's the way I figure it. But no. See? I'm sorry, but that crap they put on the computer about why we do things is bullshit. <laughs> it's just pure. You you want to know what the fuck I think? That's what the fuck I think. <laughs> okay? And again, it's not the money. That is 20 some odd cents or whatever. That isn't the issue. And the fact that they've got a little sign on the door that says they're going to do that. I didn't even see that until I got in the car and I was bitching and pissing and moaning about it. And my poor husband sitting there going, yes, dear, whatever. Shut up. Pay the dollar and go, you know. And I see the sign on the on the building. And it says, we're going to do this. We're going to bend over, pull them down. We're going to stick it to you. <laughs> Except the sign's little. Okay and kind of up there, out of the way. I didn't see it going in. And if I had seen it going in, I still would have had the same reaction. Knowing about it ahead of time doesn't change anything. And there you go. Now, if anybody else feels the same way, I'd love to hear about it from you, or even if you don't. <laughs> yes. In fact, I'm, I'm going to post, uh, don't put that away. I'm actually okay. going to take a picture of that, and I'm going to put it up on our website. Okay. For okay. this episode. Okay, yeah. Now, if you if you disagree with me, that's okay, too. I'm used to being disagreed with, uh, at least on some levels. And so, that's cool. But, uh, you know, like I said, it, call it what it is. That's all. That's all I'm saying. And I hope I didn't get serious, because I didn't mean to be. <laughs> I mean, I am serious about this, yes. but I'm trying to keep it light here, folks. And humorous. It is humorous to me. So there you go. And that's it for this week. That's it. I'm David K. Montoya. And I am Miss St. Burning. And now you know what we think about Hollywood baby names should not be directions, <laughs> the return of Twinkies, and by God in heaven, if it's 
99 cents, make it 99 cents. If it's a dollar, then make it a fucking dollar. Right. Call it dollar stores. Oh, we can't do that. Somebody already did. Yes. <laughs> Doggone. And now you know. See you next week. Bye-bye. Okay. Speaking of a-holes. Yes, it is in team. See, I showed you. Yeah, okay. (laughs) But I was more talking about Kanye, but... Oh, yeah, that's true, too. (laughs) And it's it's good to know that Twinkies are still around, even back then when the scare was there that, you know, ooh, Hostess is done. Well, okay. They're going to be around after the apocalypse. Ask Tallahassee. Ask Tallahassee, he does. I said... He'll go on a mission and he'll stab anybody in the face to get uh, get his Twinkies, but not those snowballs. No, not the taste, the consistency. Yeah. Anyways, wrong show. You know what? I think we did that one already. Oh, damn it! Oh well. Do it again. Uh, well, our it last is, one. It is a flashback show. Yes, we flash back to flashback. Yes. Well, the very short flashbacks. Because I was looking at who's the boss. That's oh, oh, okay. Well, yeah. our last one's When in Burbank, number five. Okay. This is from December 25th, 2012, called Merry Christmas. Sadie and Dave gather on Christmas Day and reflect on the future and life together. Uh, an update on Twinkies, Christmas shopping, and... Fa- I thought we did the Twinkie thing already. <sighs> Christmas shopping Man. and favorite holiday movies. Thanks for ruining the show. Oh, <sighs> play the episode. All right, here it is. Welcome to Winna Burbank. I'm David K. Montoya. And I'm S. Sadie Burbank. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. And Merry Christmas to you listeners. Today, of course, December 25th. Uh, 2012. That means we lived through it. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you're hearing this podcast, uh, so sorry about the Mayan promise. Didn't happen. <laughs> if you're not hearing it... <laughs> They were right. <laughs> and I want to go and, and say my sincere condolences to George Lucas because, you know, he was a, a big believer. Oh, yeah? Yes. In fact, he, out of that, uh, a few episodes we were talking about how he got, he sold his company for $4.4 yeah, billion. Yeah, right, right. He was such a... <laughs> Why? <laughs> if he thought he was going to... I'm sorry, but that's so absurd. Well, he... I'm going to die in a month, but sell me this... <laughs> buy me this company from me for four billion bucks anyway. Well, here's the interesting... <sighs> okay. okay, so $4.4 <laughs> billion is $4 billion, $400 million. Yeah, that's like a lot. He donated the $4 billion. Did he? Yes. Cool. To the Mayans? I don't... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick. I'm sorry. And he kept the $400 million and... I was checking online just a little while ago. Must be a hell of a tax break in that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so how how much are you on like Star Wars? How much am I on it? Yeah. How much do you know about Star Wars? Uh, when the first Star Wars came out, I saw it in the back of a friend's van. Ernie and I were sitting in in lawn chairs in the back of this friend's van. When we were, and we were that the friend was our boss actually. Uh, when we were managing the KOA in Santa Cruz, and we both fell asleep in the movie. <laughs> I have seen it since then, and enjoyed it. I like uh, the. I'm not sure which one it is where they go speeding through the forest on those. That, that's the speedmobile thingies. Those are cool. I like that. And I love Ewoks. Ewoks are my fave. 
I so, even have a, like I have a little stuffed Ewok. I really like Ewoks. So if I throw out a term like Millennium Falcon, do you know what that is? Mm, I know what Millennium is, and I know what a Falcon is. But, Put the two together, <laughs> they spell no. Okay, uh, Harrison Ford in the movie he flies the ship called the Millennium Falcon. Ah, there you go. Online. There has been speculation that he has taken. He uh, George Lucas really did not donate the four billion dollars, <gasps> but he's taken that money to build a realistic. And I know you folks can't see it, but I'm, I'm quoting with my fingers: realistic uh, Millennium Falcon. So, what's he going to fly away before the 22nd or whenever it is we're supposed to? What? Yeah. Why? He's building a. Excuse me. Did I hear you right? He's taking $4 billion to build a real Millennium Falcon? Yes. What is he going to do with it? He can go zoom, zoom. Away? Yeah. Well, geez, George, it's been nice. <laughs> I hope he's done everything for the world here that he planned to, because uh, that sounds like a one-way ticket to me. <clears throat> Maybe not, though. I mean, look at the shuttle. The shuttle came and went and went and came and like that. Well, it, it, where's he gonna go? I don't know. I really don't know. Just up and around and back, or is he gonna try to go somewhere? No, I, I think he's just gonna like hang out there until he can come back in and say he did. Maybe he'll charge and take friends or people with well, money. If he really did do this, mm -hmm. and now he realizes that we're still alive, mm -hmm. he's gonna have to get <laughs> some of that money back. <laughs> well. Yeah, who's he, who's who did he give the money to to build the the Millennium Falcon? Anyway, they online. And how do the hell does he call that a donation? I don't know. Okay. But, uh, online, this anyway. is all speculation. Oh, okay. Online. Sorry, George, if we're misquoting you all over the place, <laughs> which we probably are. Anyway, online. Online, I was reading. What initially sent it off was uh, Seth Rogen, who is one mm -hmm. of my favorite comedians and actors. He was he did an interview with Entertainment Weekly, and he said that he got to meet Steven Spielberg and George Lucas, that they were all at a party. And he was talking to Steven Spielberg. They were just talking, you know, movies and business and whatnot. Oh, what and, fun. <laughs> and then he turned his attention to George Lucas. Mm. And George Lucas was pretty much telling him, you know, we're fucked. We're all going to die here in a few months. And so that's where the story comes out. It actually comes from Seth Rogen through Entertainment Weekly. So oh, that, okay. that point Well, did Seth real. make my point, too? Like, if, he, if George really believes that the Mayan thing is real and we're doomed, etc., What's with spending money to make a plane he can't use now, later? What? I'm so confused by this. Well, Seth, his comment was that Steven Spielberg would intermittently stop George Lucas and say, I'm sorry, my friend's crazy. <laughs> say to Seth about George? Yes. yes. Well... Either that or on some powerful medication of some sort. But, hey, again, George, if I'm speaking out of turn, just chalk it up to me being an asshole and let it go. That's cool. Um, okay, so he's – well, we'll know then, won't we, today, being Christmas Day, uh, we'll know whether George is <laughs> building or not, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> 
We'll find out. You know, if he was right, that's it's kind of like being Superman. You can't tell anybody, right? <laughs> it's like George can't come back and say, ha, 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 I was right, because we'll all be gone. Him too. So there you go. Right. <clears throat> I don't, uh, I really don't even understand much about the Mayan thing, except somehow somebody said something about their calendar said that this, you know, the calendar only went this far. And so that means that we're all going to, wow, isn't it possible they just didn't bother to make the calendar go any farther? <laughs> they probably figured, oh, well, that's far enough for now. It's like, how many calendars do you print years ahead? Right. One, you know, one for 2013. I have 17 2013 calendars now, free ones, right, in my kitchen. 17. Wow. Well, a lot. 17 could be an, uh, an exaggeration, but I have several, okay? MythWorks isn't doing one this year. Oh, well, then good. There's one I won't have, but I have National Wildlife, Worldwide Wildlife. I mean, I got a lot of wildlife. Uh, Terry, you'd be proud of me. I support the wildlife of the world. <laughs> um, I don't know. People send me calendars all the time free ones and they're pretty you know pictures otters and pandas and shit so <clears throat> i can't i can't there must be more to the mayan thing than they just didn't make their calendar go any further than this date if if that's all it is whose idea was it that that meant that the world was going to come to an end on that date well that and it was it's made out of stone maybe they just got tired <laughs> of dealing with the thing the old saying of it's not cast in stone doesn't apply to them. It was cast <laughs> in stone, therefore, by God. No, I, it, uh, is that all there is to it? Is the, the calendar yeah. doesn't go any further, so that means we're dying? Is yeah, that right. it? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much Well, that's pretty fucked. I mean, how can, how can any, that's absurd. How can anyone look at a stone calendar that goes from when those people that made it were there up to a given date and time in the future and say, oh, it must mean the world's coming to an end on that date because the calendar goes that far. That's absurd. Well, the thing also that gets me the most is, well, hold on, let me pause real fast. Folks, I apologize. Um, oh, yeah, the dog. <laughs> I kicked the dog outside, so you're going to hear him barking. Uh, I apologize for that. Yeah, we are home, folks. It is Christmas, okay? <laughs> and he wants more turkey. Okay, so back to the mind calendar thing. Yeah. You also have to think about this. How many times have we changed our calendar system? Because right now we're using the Gregorian yeah, calendar right, system. Yeah, right, right, right. We played around with it. Okay, mm -hmm. so you jump 2,013 years in the past. Mm -hmm. They're not using our mm -mm. system. No. Now, if you actually go and put put it together... I think, I think the the actual Mayan calendar. If you you not use the Gregorian, but you use the one previous to that, and I can't remember the name. Of it off the top I of my can't head. either. It happened in 2010. If you use the previous calendar, you know the way we used to yeah. Do the calendar. Yeah. So technically, a hundred thousand billion years ago. Well, that's too many. Okay, seventy-five million years ago. People weren't using calendars. No. And they were walking and, and presumably talking of, in some way or other. They were alive. 
you know, and we continue to, and I'm, I'm sorry, but for me, if that's all there is to it, that the calendar just didn't get, I mean, maybe they ran out of rock for crying out loud. It, it just, it's absurd if that's all, now, they didn't print anything with it, you know, no hieroglyphics or whatever they are to say, Ooh, world yeah. coming to end, <laughs> big bad boo-boo. No, it just stops. Big bada boom, nothing, huh? No. Well, I'm sorry, but George, I've I've done lots of drugs in my day. Okay, I admit that. I don't think I ever did anything that took me that far. <laughs> so, and I'm and I think I'm glad. But uh, and I'm not saying you have or are. I'm just saying um, that's a real stretch. Yeah. A real big stretch. And this, what does those guys come around all the time? This, I don't want to be, I don't want to categorize and, and... I'll do it for you, the Jehovah's Witness. No, I wasn't going to say those. I was going to say the snake handlers. <laughs> but, but there are some... My daddy was a preacher. Keep that in mind. Yes. All right? I hold them high in high regard. But there are some who have told us... Very recently in the past, you know, the end of the world is coming. And, you know, you see it in cartoons and shit all the time. You know, the end of the world's coming, some guy with a beard standing there holding up a sign. Right. Um, <clears throat> but recently, in the last, what, two years, there have been people saying, you know, on so-and-so date, you know, and get your shit together because God's coming and you're dead. Oh, that, that one reverend guy that right, said the, right. the rapture and, was going to happen. Yeah, and then it didn't. And he, and, well, um, I must have... Miscalculate? No shit, you miscalculated, or it wasn't going to happen to start with. I don't know. I mean, I I I think we're stretching to. I think we're stretching to kind of to do something that doesn't need to be done. If 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 you live in the moment, if you live the moment you're in. To the very best you can. The next breath you take could be that uh, uh, your last anyway. Right. So why do you want to rush it? Why, well, why do you want to predict it? Why do you want to? Why do you want to even go there? I, I, you know, of course, I'm 72, so I never know. You know, I'm I may stand up and keel over in your living room here. I. Uh, Okay, here's 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 kind of what I'm talking about. We were watching a thing on television yesterday. It was a rerun. It was a I recorded it about genetic testing, okay. and it was an if if do you wanna or do you not wanna know if you have a f- disease of some type or other, and or a fatal disease, or do you wanna know how you're going how long you're gonna live? And this this um, this scientist for one of a more definitive term, was saying that he believes that within like 20 or 30 years, this is going to be as commonplace as checking your blood pressure, that they will do these these um, scans or whatever to test to see if you have the chromosomes or the gene pool that's going to put you in the big C category or not, you right. know, or the terminal C category or not, or whatever. He says everybody's going to be doing it. Right now, it's a do you want to kind of thing. So the the question they put to people was, do you want to know? Well, 
uh, you know, a couple people did for various legitimate reasons. You know, one lady wanted to know if she had, um, uh, I think it was ALS because her mother did. Mm. Um, another one was a lady that had a cancer. She wanted to know if it was going to be type 1 or type 2. Type 1 was, you're going to probably be okay. Type 2 was, you're sure not. That kind of thing. Right. And since she already had it, she kind of wanted to know. So I can kind of get that, okay? But but they were they were taking it a step farther and saying if there was, which apparently right now there is not, so don't rush out and have somebody try to give you this test, but if there was a test that could tell you your lifespan, not necessarily how you would die, but within, I guess, months right. or year, anyhow, or less, uh, when you would die, would you want to have that test taken? And I think it was something like 68% no, and the rest, yes, whatever that is, 60, what's it, 43, 30, I don't know. 42. You, thank you. Do the math. No, 32, isn't it? 32, 60, 32. <laughs> yeah, see? Ah, I got better math than you did. Okay, anyway, the, the whole point that I got from that was, or while we were watching it, you know, Ernie and I were saying, well, do you, you know, would you? And both of us were like, no, man. I personally would not function as well, <clears throat> I don't think, with that sort of hanging over my head. Right. Um, it's hard enough anyhow at my age because it is hanging over my head. I know I'm not going to be here in 20 years. I know I'm probably not going to be here in 15 years. I'm thinking I'll be goddamn lucky if I'm here in 10 years. So, and that's sick when you think about it because 10 years is not that much time. No. I've known you 10 years. Yeah. And when I think of me having to be gone from this world in 10 years, I'm like, no, damn it, I'm not ready. I don't want to go, you know. Well, nobody wants to go. Well, that's not true. Nobody I know wants to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, I would not want to know the end was coming. Right. So, I, I find it hard to um, relate to people like George Lucas who seem happy knowing. Obsessed, almost. Yeah, well, or not. I mean, just, he's... Delighted to know the end is coming. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what 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 more would he be doing with it, or less would he be doing with his life if he didn't see what he sees as an end to life as we know it coming. What? How did? How has it changed him to know that or to believe that? Has it changed him? You know. Right. I I really from him I'd like to hear. What difference did it make to him to believe the end is coming this month? I I would personally like to hear that too because I mean he's not a dummy. Obviously, he, no, he graduated he's, from USC. He's with, got way you know, more buckage than I've got, and you don't get buckage like that being stupid. Right. That's for damn sure. So I, yeah, I agree. I wonder what. What what different essentially what I'm saying is what difference does it make? Right. You know, to me it doesn't make any difference. I mean, really. Yeah, I don't want to go. Yeah, I'd really rather not go this month, okay? Because like I have plans 
for the time period after. As a matter of fact, what date is it supposed to be? The 22nd? 21st. The 21st. I have plans for the 22nd. Big plans, okay? And for all you perverts out there, I'm not going to tell you what they are. But so they won't come and try to find me. Right, right, right. I got you. <laughs> okay. But I have plans. I'm going to be really pissed if I don't get to carry those plans out. Well, I'm booked all the way until February. There you go. So, you know, in 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 one way, that 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 knowledge, if I believed it, would have affected me that far. Anyhow, I wouldn't have made the deposit on the hotel or I wouldn't have, you know, bought the tickets or anything like that. But um in my soul, what difference would it make to me? To me, I don't think it would make any difference. I'm, I'm still trying to to breathe in and out every minute the right way. Right. Live life as you can, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, keep my, my, my brain focused, keep my soul searching, let the input continue. I'm not sure what else I would do. If I, if I, honest to God, believed that, look, 12, 14 days from now, it's all adios MF. I don't know what I would, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how I would live any differently. I might try to get Ernie to quit his job real fast so he could go to Yosemite one more time or something like that. Silly. But, you know, I, it's, I don't know. It's kind of, it's hard to grasp. It really is. Yeah. And, and as far as the test wise, I would not take the test. I would not because of yeah. my luck. They would go, <laughs> okay. So what's going on? When do I get? To, you know, how far am I going to live? And they're like, well, you're fucked. You got 20 minutes to live. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> According to our calendar, you're done an hour ago. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, I know. I I kind of have that. That's I, I. That's sort of a little. Uh, what do they call that? Um, oh hell, what's the word for that? Superstition. Yes. Uh, I kind of have that kind of, yeah. You know, it's like in that movie, uh, The Good Earth. I love that movie, even though it's so racially unbalanced in terms of the actors in it and so forth. But um, The Good Earth is, it's an old, old movie. (laughs) Old movie. Um, Louise Rayner plays this Chinese lady. And uh, it's really the story of her adult life. And um, in one part of it, she and her husband are talking about their baby, their newborn son, well, not newborn, but young son. Right. And um, how happy they are with their lives and how happy they were to go and show the, the baby off to some people and, and how how cool he looked in his little red outfit and crap like that. This is in ancient times, okay? This this movie's old, but on top of that, it's talking about way, 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 way old China, right. all right? So anyhow, they're talking about what a beautiful baby he is and everything, and all of a sudden, the man goes, he's looking up at the sky, and he goes, no, no, the... This baby's a very, very ugly baby, and he, and he, and and not not a good baby at all. In fact, it's a girl. It's not even a boy, which of course in those days was not a good thing. Yeah. You know, toss the girl, save the boys, right? And the mom, the woman goes, "Oh yeah, even he's pockmarked and everything." And, and they and they were doing this 
and looking up at the sky, they were trying to convince the gods that the baby wasn't anything special, so he wouldn't get taken, mm. or nothing bad would happen to him. They didn't the the, and it's sort of a precursor to the don't be, uh, don't be a braggart concept, right? Um, you know where in 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 their superstition it was a matter of God getting even with them for being too happy, right? You know, uh, which is Absolutely. a totally messed up attitude <laughs> to start with, but that's the way they were. Um, so, so they were trying to make it look like the baby was undesirable, <clears throat> so God wouldn't, you know. I forget why I got off on that tangent. It was something about what you had said about your luck being such that if you were tested, they'd say, right. you know, you're, you're screwed. Well, speaking of screwed... <laughs> um, we we talked about this, and and when I read it, I just I died laughing. I said, "Oh, I've I've got to tell Sadie about this." We've talked about the hostess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hostess heaven. Well, <laughs> interesting enough, the way that they're set, their intellectual properties, is they hold the trademarks to these intellectual properties, mm-hmm. and they license them out to like Canada. So Hostess doesn't even make Twinkies in Canada, right? I don't know, I guess Because not. it's another company, but, but they they've, could. they've leased that trademark out to this Canadian company. So they could be making them in Canada. Right. So you have intellectual property. Uh-huh. Guess who has put in a bid to buy the intellectual property of Hostess. Little Debbie. You got it. Of course. Who else? Little Debbie has put in a bid to, to purchase the intellect. Not not purchase Hostess. They no. don't want the company. No. They just they want, want the name. The, they they want Twinkies, Ho-Hos, and, and all that stuff. And ding-dongs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but then, okay, mm-hmm. are they going to get... Do they do they get anything but the name? Do no, they get the recipes? They get the recipe. Oh, yeah. they do. Okay, because yeah. I was going to say nothing against Little Debbie, but I haven't eaten a Little Debbie version of a Twinkie, so I don't know if it would if it would come up to the terrific standards of Twinkie. You know, I mean, let's face it: there's Twinkies and there's Twinkies. Right. And I don't want no hate mail for what I'm about to say, but <laughs> I've had Little Debbie's. Uh, knockoff of Twinkies. Oh, have you? Okay, see, and, I haven't. And, and it's just that. It's a knockoff it's, yeah, of it's a not, Well, I would assume that to be the case because, you know, it's like my mom used to do that all the time. She'd go to a restaurant and then she'd come home and try to make what she tasted at the restaurant, you know. And sometimes she got pretty close and sometimes she was so not. Um, you know. But I, I find it so interesting because for me as a kid, growing up, Little Debbie's was like the brown bag special (laughs) yeah so you know you had these kids and i'll use twinkie because that's most known you know you you could look and see that these kids had twinkies for lunch and you know i'm talking elementary school yeah i would have like a little debbie knockoff yeah you know so i was kind of looked down upon because i couldn't afford (laughs) 
you know, the the real hostess. Yes. But the irony of the brown bag special company is now in the process. Well, they're not in the process. They put out a bid on yeah, the table yeah. to purchase that would be, the that's, property. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. So I haven't talked to you at all this week. No. Have you been up to anything? Yes. Well, we went shopping, Christmas shopping. That was fun. We went down to the gardens. Victoria Gardens. Uh-huh. Watched the snowfall, sat in the yard house in their, uh, what do they call that when you eat out in the patio thing? There's a word for it. Alfresco, alfre. Anyhow, it was out in the patio thing. Um, do you want to explain what Victor- Victoria Gardens okay, is? Okay, Victoria Gardens is, a, is an outdoor mall, for want of a more accurate term. Right, that's... Uh, and they have uh, a little town center, so to speak. Uh, and the Christmas tree is there. And little kiosks are there selling cute bracelets and earmuffs and, you know, stuff kiosks in mall sells. Right. And then they have a little train that runs around. They have trolleys that run around because it's a huge mall uh, in terms of actually walking it. It's significant. Um, and the yard house, which... For those of you who do not know what a yard house is, it is a uh, really upper class type brew pub. Right. Okay. Um, with some really good brew. And so we sat there after we did our shopping. We sat out in the little patio thing. And I had, uh, what the heck is it called? Moose drool. Moose drool. Moose drool. I can't remember if it says Montana moose drool or not. I think it does. But it's called moose drool. And it's like uh, 5.6% beer. It was really good. Um, and then Ernie had um, Harper's, I think it was Harper's something. And it was 6 point something percent. Anyhow, you two, both were two of them, and we could see snow before the <laughs> snow started falling. Uh, but they did. They they did the snow thing, which was cool. He took pictures, and I went, ooh, ah. It was, it was great. It was fun. Uh, I missed the snow. I grew up in Washington State. We had snow, especially in Spokane. We had lots of snow, and I miss it terribly in, at Christmas time especially. I, not so much the rest of the winter, but I, I love the snow. Love to see it snow. And don't not too wild about going out in the snow, <laughs> but but I do like to watch it snow. Um, and so I got to watch it snow. For about eight minutes it snowed and then it turned off and then we had our dinner and finished our shopping and came home. That was that was that was fun. That was it was really cool. It was one of the nicest dates we've had in a long, long time. It was it was that's cool. That sounds cool. It was. It was nice. Um, what else have I done? Um, hung some new curtains in the living room. Really exciting stuff. <laughs> um, I had put out a request, I think it was two times ago, that if anybody knew what those three-part picture things are for faces, to let me know I have not heard from anybody yet about that. Um, I even saw one on another show on television the other day, and I told her, I said, there, see, that's the thing. I need that thing. 
he was laughing at me. He thinks it's really funny. He doesn't think they exist. He thinks they're props for TV shows. He may be right. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. It was uh, this one was in um, um, Nick Nolte and Eddie Murphy. Another forty eight hours. Oh, okay. Okay, That's so if you know that movie, and Nick Nick Nolte is sitting in a either coffee shop or a bar out in the middle of nowhere. It's just before he gets attacked by the bikers, um, and he's sitting um, at this bar. Or counter, and he's going through one of these books trying to piece together the look of a guy he saw at uh, a murder scene. I wonder if I can get my hands a whole, get my hands on the script. You know, the script for another forty-eight hours. Oh, maybe they would name, the, name yes. the prop. Yeah, that's a thought. Where in the world would you get your hands on that? Friend of she a friend of a friend. Uh, <laughs> isn't it nice to be connected? Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be cool. Or if, if anybody in the movie business knows, please tell me. Okay, just, just you know, in the comment thing on, on the podcast page, just put just type it in there. You don't even have to say, hi, it's me, I'm Sam, or whoever. Just say, it is called, and then I'll know what it is, Okay. <laughs> And then I'll know, well, I won't know where I can buy one, but at least I'll know how to Google the dang thing because I've Googled every concept around it that I can think of, and I haven't gotten anywhere. <clears throat> so so I'll, I'll see if I can get my hands on the script. Okay, and, and the, the reason I even mentioned that is because I've come to a stalemate as far as working on convict is concern, concerned because we still have this issue of the description of my main characters. Right. How far do I have to carry that? And if I have to carry it as far as you and I had originally been talking, then I really need one of those things. Right. Okay, because there's no way I can say, well, his forehead was this, and his nose was that, and his mouth was that, and have any idea, and his chin was this and that, have any idea what I've just drawn verbally. You know, and if I've got an artist who's sitting there drawing that at the same time, he's going to look at what he drew and he's going to go, that sucks. <laughs> Are you sure that's what you meant to say? You know, so there I am kind of stuck there. What is anybody else doing who who writes graphic novels? Are they doing this that detailed? Um, For me, the last comic book I did was the Sergeant Iron comic book. Yeah. In, in detail with him, I said he was, let's see, how did I put it? Uh, middle age, 40 to 45, thin, long face, had a Fu Manchu, long white hair, high receding hairline. Um, well, that kind of stuff I can do, but if I have to get real detailed about whether the nose was pointy or perky or narrow or fat or nostrils well, were up or down, you know, then we're getting... I, I'm not patient enough to do something. Well, I'm not patient enough to do it either, but if it has to be done, I will find the patience to do it. I'm right. a very determined person, as you know, and if it's, if that's what's required, if that's what an illustrator needs from me, I'll find a way to give it to him. I think at this point, you know, if if it was, if it would alter the look that you see in your head, mm -hmm. you know, whether what type of nose it was, mm -hmm. it, then if... if See, how do I explain this? If it doesn't matter what kind of nose 
then I just leave it out. But if it's yeah. something prominent, significant about it, yeah, I would okay. leave it in. I get that. I get that because I sort of see what they look like. But then when I when I if if you talk to an officer of the law, they will tell you that the hardest thing for someone to do is to give you a a detailed description of a perp, right. okay, that they saw in action. You know, they can say, well, you know, and you hear it all the time on the news. Uh, the police are looking for a short, fat, I won't say it, but, <laughs> okay, you, you know, and you, you get, you know, how many of us are short and fat? Lots. So can we be more specific? Well, I think he had brown hair. <laughs> And brown eyes. Oh, that helps a lot. Yeah. And his skin was kind of brown, but no, well, not really brown. Kind of tan. Well, not really, you know. Right. So, so, and they, and they have to, they have to try to find somebody based on something like that. So if an illustrator is trying to, you know, draw a picture of, which is why I think they came out with these Three-part books, because right. then you don't have to say, you know, but at, at the same time, that's such a bad idea, too, because, you know, you might think he had a certain hairline, for example. Right. And I don't know why I say he, she, the person, had a certain hairline. But then if you start looking at hairlines, you're going to look at about six of them, and then you're going to go, I don't really remember exactly what the hairline was. <laughs> like. Okay, I think it was that one, you know, so... God only knows how many of those illustrated descriptions of perpetrators actually turn out to look like, you know, I've seen a few, and I'm sure you have too on television when they hold up the picture. This is what the so-and-so said he was going to look like, and this is the guy. And you look at it and you go, ah, okay. Well, <laughs> if I was really, really drunk, yeah, maybe. Well, that actually happened just recently. The The firefighter that got beat to a pulp at the the baseball game yes 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 the original suspect that they they uh detained yes they put his picture up his mugshot and they yeah. put the the rendering i'm like wow you know that, that was, was really like close right on it yeah but then the person that actually got arrested for it yeah wasn't this oh way way off there you go so i hope that guy's doing well by the way last i heard he was but, yeah, I don't know. So, anyhow, I'm sort of at a stalemate. And to be very honest with you, I'm probably not going to pick it up until after the 1st of January, anyhow, now. Because, because it's holidays, and I got presents to wrap, and Santa Claus lap to sit on, and, you know, stuff Egg like that. Eggnog and drink. And... Oh, wait, I forgot. That's all done. The presents are open. <laughs> Santa Claus <laughs> is back up in the North Pole, sitting on Mrs. Claus's lap. So... Then I don't have that to do, but I still have New Year's Eve. I was going to say New Year's. Yeah. New Year's Eve to go through. That's next and week. Aren't I glad I won't be doing that in Vegas? Woo, Mama. Have you ever been to Vegas for a major holiday? Mm. Like Thanksgiving or New Year's specifically? No, usually it, oh. it's Mm-mm. here. Baby, no way, Jose. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No, to way, way, way too many people in one place. I, I was going to say, I'm not a big fan Mm-mm. of super crowds. Me either. Plus, you have to hang on to everything like really close to you because somebody's going to be grabbing your ass, pulling your wallet at any minute, you know. 
or whatever they're going to grab your ass for. No, I, I'm not. I'm not into that. But a lot of people are, and they love it. You know. I told you one time, I think, about what we used to do when we managed the KOA out in Yermo. I don't. We used to sit. We'd get our lawn chairs and sit out in the front of the campground and, and just sit and watch the cars stopped, stopped on the 15 southbound, trying to go home. <laughs> That's what you just sat back and watch. The, the, the go home day uh-huh. after Thanksgiving. Not so much New Year's or Christmas, but Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is incredible in Vegas. And, I mean, literally, we used to sit there and say, God, I wish I had a porta potty and a bunch of soda pop and some sandwiches. I could go out there on the street and make a fortune. You know? I mean, they were literally stopped. Car stopped, kids out, walking around, nobody going anywhere. Yeah, I've, I've been... Ugly, 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 ugly. So, no, there's no way in God's green that I would go there. Even if I didn't have to come home with all the other go-homes. Right. Even if I could stay there for another week after or something like that. No, it's just I'm not that much of a people person. I love to look at people. love to, but no. Mm -mm. And I I think for me, the only time I've ever been in in that type of situation is when I went to uh, the San Diego Comic Con. Oh, yeah. Major quantities of people, and uh, that was 125,000 people yeah, there in one day. That's a bunch in that small space. That's right. a bunch. That's a bunch. And so, that would actually be considered smaller than what would be expected to be in Vegas. Oh yeah. Oh, by a lot. Yeah, but still, I don't. When we were driving down the 15 to go to Victoria Gardens, you know, and we go past the Bass Pro Shops, you know, and and the I mean, there was a sea of cars, and Ernie's going, "What's?" the hell where'd all these people come from and i said honey it's saturday you know welcome to saturday off because you know he used to be off in the middle of the week right right? and he says don't what are all these people doing here don't they know i hate crowds of people you know and it was it was really hilarious because the the mall itself wasn't that bad it was pretty busy right and like i said the apple store was insane Everybody else is sitting around, dun, 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 wish some people would come and shop, and the Apple store is like, Booming. take a number and wait almost, although it wasn't like that at all. But anyhow, they were real busy. But he's he's like I am with that. It's it's you know it's just a little too much human input there, you know. It's like I told you about when we went to L.A. Uh, to go to the farmers market last month. Oh yeah, yeah. It it I got claustrophobic. Just driving down Third to go to Third and Fairfax. Just because there's just because of the narrow streets, all the cars, and gazillions of people everywhere. And then when we got there, it was the same thing. I mean, we drove around for ten minutes trying to find a parking spot. You know, finally somebody pulled out. I pulled in. Good. We went in. It was like. You couldn't take three steps and not bump into somebody's ass or somebody's bumping into your ass the whole day. It was insane. See, that would get tiring quick. It did. It really did. And then they have this thing called the Grove, which is like a mall extension off of Farmer's Market. It's all new to me. It's probably been there for a long time, but I hadn't seen it. Right. And, um, and it's, you know, it's all the cutesy stores, all the big ones, you know. 
where you can go spend tons of money. All the brand whores go there because, you know, they can... <laughs> okay. Are we putting a stop on here? Um, I'm going to let it run. Okay. Because I don't... There's not a pause button. Oh, so. well, okay. Folks, while... While, uh, while Dave does something, I'll sit here and entertain you with a few of my really, really, really stupid stories, like I have been. Oh, goody, the doggie's coming in. Oh, no, dog, no. <laughs> good boy. He didn't come at me that time. What a good boy. See, he learned. You give him praise when he does the right thing. No, you don't let him do the wrong thing and give him praise. Make him get down and you tell him, good boy. So much for my opinion about how to train a dog. Okay, come here. Yeah, don't snort into the microphone, okay? (laughs) He did that with uh, sibling rivalry. He He snorted into the microphone? (laughs) And you could hear it when I was playing it back. (laughs) Brody. Come on, Codes. Come on. God, what does he weigh? Probably about 100 pounds. Uh-huh. Okay, calm down. Calm down. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, we're not into big crowds um, at all. And I couldn't get out of L.A. fast enough. And then my stupid Garmin, I think I told you, she wanted to take me down the 5 to the 10. Yes. From, from Wilshire Boulevard in L.A. for people... Who are listening, who know that area of Los Angeles, you know how absurd it is for the Garmin to tell you to get off of Wilshire Boulevard and go down and pick up this little teensy Glendale freeway thing, and then from there you go to the 5 to get on to the 10, to go to the 15, to go to Barstow area? Come on! No! So I'm, I'm driving on the Glendale, and I see this 110 Pasadena sign, and I said, I'm going there. Because I know Pasadena, and I know the 110 has got to be close to the 210. Right. Okay? And so Ernie agreed, and we said to the Garmin, you're on hold, we're going, recalculating, you know. (laughs) Off we went to Pasadena and hooked up with the 210 and got home. And not fast enough for for either of us. We Really, that was a, I mean, farmer's market, the last time I went okay I back that up maybe the second to the last time I went to farmer's market so now we're talking several years okay six or eight anyhow okay there it was still a farmer's market you know I mean there was like produce exclamation mark okay really cool produce that was what this farmer's market which is world famous farmers market. Right. Okay. It was noted for it's the produce that you could get there you couldn't get anywhere else. The quality, you know, like the strawberries as big as your fist and the and the the blood oranges that were juicy and sweet and all of the unusual things that, that you couldn't get in Vaughn's or Ralph's or wherever, okay. You could get them there. You paid through the nose for them, but you were happy to do it because they were exceptional produce, okay? They don't have that anymore. I, don't, I think I may have seen one produce stand. Really? Maybe what one. Maybe one. Restaurants. <laughs> cupcake stores. Nice. Fudge stores. They do have little stores that sell meat, like chicken and eggs and things like that, and some Kobe-like beef, you know, that Kobe thing that they do now. Yeah, yeah. Kobe-like, because... 
You can't get Kobe beef in the United States. Not real Kobe beef. I didn't know Kobe that. beef is actually from Japan, okay? And they don't import it here. But they do have beef growers who do the same thing to their beefs, beefs, boy cows, whatever they are. Cattle. Uh, <laughs> that they massage them and feed them beer and shit like that, and or sake or whatever they do in Japan. And, um, and so they say it's Kobe-like or Kobe-style. Or sometimes they just lie and say it's Kobe beef, you know. Anyhow, they they have a few stores that sell. There's one meat store down there that has really great hot dogs. Rivals Pink's, really good hot dogs. Okay, um, but but no no market. Uh, one out by the fringe of the of the market itself had some fruits and vegetables, and maybe there were a couple of little other ones. But th- that's all. Nothing nothing like it used to be. You know, had some had some good noshes while we were there. I think I had a Philly cheesesteak or something. It was good. I mean, you know, uh, it just... And then on top of it, like I said, you're just, you're fighting for every inch of space, you know. It, it almost sounds like a waste of time. It, it was a terrible waste of, of time, energy, and gasoline to do so if you're not from there uh and you think you want to go rethink it (laughs) unless you like that sort of thing if you like being crowded you like restrooms that you have to wait for uh and stuff like that then that's your place um just kind of jumping subject real fast i'm sitting here looking at the computer uh, I don't know if you folks will notice. I'm almost 100% sure they will notice the quality difference. I hope so. In this episode. I hope so. We're running a brand new computer, brand new system. And what I'm used to looking at to the new, because this is a Macintosh that we're looking at. I don't know how to read this thing. <laughs> you don't know how long we've been going? I have no clue how long we've been going. Oh, Because gosh. it says... Maybe getting more for the money than they thought. <laughs> <laughs> or for free, even. Let's see. Doggy. Sit, doggy. Because right now it says 1,456.2.1. And it just keeps going. What? 1,456 what's? Words? Seconds, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. So, you know what? We're just going to run it. Um, We'll run it until... Run it until we fall over dead. We'll run it until (laughs) nine and... and Oh, okay. What? Oops. Upside down. And if we we go over the hour mark, then Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah, bonus. special... Bonus. Bonus time. That sounds good. Yeah. I hope everybody's having a good Christmas. I know a lot of people are probably not, um, for whatever reasons may be. Lots of people don't have the wherewithal to have a decent Christmas, or even a home to have it in. Uh, And for that, I'm not happy. But um, for those of you who are able to have a Christmas, I hope you're enjoying it. Um, I actually took a job. For Christmas, did you? Yeah, um, I I was a producer for Zombie Works book. Yeah. Uh, it was called "You Can't You Can't Kill Me I'm Already Dead," and I George would <laughs> be a good one for George to make a movie of if he's still around. Uh, it was a, a vampire <laughs> anthology, 
Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I made some extra cash for Christmas. Yeah? It was it was kind of interesting because... When did you do that? Um, when did I finish it? When did you do that? When did you do that? All last week. Oh, that's what I've been busy with. Yeah, that's, I've oh. been busy all this week. Good. Um, that's good. It's... It was interesting yeah. because of the approach. Because for me, when I do a book for MythWorks, you know, I pick the stories. Yeah. I do a soft edit before I give it to Terry. Yeah. Then I format the book. Yeah. Then I design the cover, put it together, give it to the artist. or Not, not the artist, but the, the author to approve. Mm-hmm. Then they come back and I'll make changes. And then we go, we print a, a demo Mm-hmm. Give it to Terry. He makes edits. Comes back to me. I back and forth, back and forth, yeah. and then finally, after it's finished, I send it to the printer. Yeah. Then from the printer, then I start the marketing, the marketing process. Send out a press release. Yeah. Big, you know, big ordeal. Yeah. But as the book publisher, or not book publisher, but book producer, mm-hmm. the only thing I did, he sent me the stories. I put them in book format. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. I kind of like that. They were written out. Yeah, everything was finished. You know. Uh, well, what did he just send you? Typed out pages. Um, they were. I'm sorry. How does he write something and not have it be in book format to start with? I get. I don't get that. What happens is, is there was 19 stories. There's uh-huh. 19 separate stories. Uh huh. They send it to me in a regular, you know, um, dot document or dot. Like I send you chapters. Right. Yeah. And then what I do is I resize them to book page. I put in the proper indentations. Oh, like you you had to do that with mine. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. I get you. I get you. So you were just doing like somebody else's stories. Right. Like you've done for mine. Right. Okay. But That's I was cool. actually hired in front and, and got paid. Yes. Yay! <laughs> Paying is good. <clears throat> I like that. So I guess I can add another title yes, to the portfolio. Of things that you do. So I guess put that in your resume. So I guess now I'm I'm a book producer. Ah. That's called producing. Yes. Cool. And, Very cool. And you know, it, it'll It'll cover some Christmas presents. That's good. That's always good. So. Did I tell you we're having stew? Stew? We have a tradition. We have a tradition. When Ernie and I were first married, or when we had our first Christmas, I'm not sure which it was. It must have been our first Christmas, come to think of it, because we like lived together for two years before we got married. Big shock. Anyway, um... <clears throat> I worked and he worked that Christmas day, and we came home and decided to go, Christmas Eve, decided to go, I'm sorry, I lied, back up. We worked that Christmas Eve. We were off Christmas Day. Okay, gotcha. We came home from work Christmas Eve and decided to go to the grocery store to buy some stuff because I had decided I would make a stew for us for Christmas dinner. He likes stew. I like stew. We couldn't afford anything more than that. (laughs) At 7 o'clock, we left our house and started. This was in Sunnyvale, California. Okay. 
suburb of San Jose, Yeah. for those of you who don't know, and started looking for a grocery store. We're in. We could buy the necessary components for beef stew. <clears throat> Unfortunately, all the stores were closed by then because it was Christmas Eve. We hadn't thought about that. <laughs> I mean, all the stores were closed, okay? But we did find a mom-and-pop grocery. We went in, and we were so excited because they had these huge coolers that were like in an L shape around the back corner of the room. Mm-hmm. And they had, there were meats, cut, packaged for sale meats. And I got a couple packages of stew beef, and we got some carrots and some potatoes and some celery and other crap and we took it up to the thing and we started to check it out and the guy says I can't sell you this and he points to the meat and I said what do you mean you can't sell us that he says it's after 6 o'clock and the meat union says we can't sell meat after 6 o'clock when the meat cutters aren't here are you shitting me I am shitting you not so what happened Well, for a a few moments, he and I went around and around that bush. I said, it's already cut, it's already priced, it's already weighed, it's already wrapped, and it's freaking sitting there to be bought. And you're telling me you can't sell me this meat for my Christmas dinner? Which, of course, he then replied, yeah, I can't, and went through the whole thing again. (laughs) Poor Ernie, you know, he's, he hadn't known me all that long then, you know, he was very, very shy when I first got a hold of him. I had to really yank his whatever to get him relaxed a little bit. So he didn't say anything. He was like wanting to shrink into nothingness and leave. (laughs) And, you know, me, I don't put up with anything from anybody if I can avoid it. If I can bully him into it, I'll do it, you know. Anyway, uh, long story short, no, he would not, because he doesn't know but what I work for the Meat Cutters Union or something, and I'm trying to catch him selling illegal. They got fucking blue laws for meat. I just couldn't believe my ears, you know? (laughs) Anyway, that was it. I don't know if they still do or not. That's probably worse now. (laughs) uh, Probably. So we put all the stuff back, and we went to the shelf, and we got a couple of cans of Dinty Moore beef stew. Just went that route. And that's what we had for Christmas dinner. And nothing against the Dinty Moore people. It's a fine product, but it just ain't homemade, okay? I'm sorry. That's just where that's at. Um, so a couple of days ago, I was asking Ernie, I said, what do you want for Christmas dinner? He says, Denny, right out, you know, wham, Dinty Moore beef stew. I said, he said, let's go with tradition this year, he says. And, uh, and honestly, that was 38, 39, 40, about 40 years ago. And we haven't had beef stew for Christmas dinner since then, but it's tradition, right? Um, so anyhow, I said, well, you know, I'll go you one better. I'll make a beef stew. And he said, okay. I said, because I... I'm sorry. I'm just not, you know, I loved you a lot then. I love you a lot now, but there's no way in hell I'm eating Denny Moore for Christmas. <laughs> no. But I will make us a nice beef stew. So I had I had made one, I don't know when, 
couple a year ago or so, and I had written on the. I write it down because when I do something that comes out really good, uh-huh. if I don't write down what I did, I won't remember. And I'm one of those kind of cooks that I kind of do whatever I've whatever I've got in the kitchen. I use. <clears throat> but this came out really good, so I wrote down everything. I and I wrote best beef stew. And I knew I had that recipe somewhere. So yesterday I spent the afternoon going through all my clippings and torn out pieces of newspaper <laughs> and torn out papers where I'd written recipes on looking for my beef stew. I knew it was in there somewhere. And I actually found it. And so I'm going to make us beef stew for today's dinner. <clears throat> it's actually cooking in the slow cooker as we speak. Yeah, there you go. And um, so we're having beef stew for dinner. So... I don't think you have to have, you know, the whole nine yards to have a good Christmas is where that was all going. Um, We're actually having prime rib. See, now there you go. And that's good, too. And I've done prime rib. um, And that makes for a really nice, you know, Christmas dinner. For For the people that can't afford prime rib or even can't afford beef stew denny moore's not a bad christmas dinner either okay <laughs> listen bread and butter and crackers are a good dinner it fills your stomach my crack- have i told you about cracker sandwiches oh yeah okay did i tell you about my other favorite peanut butter and pickles no oh you gotta do it peanut butter and sweet pickles that's the the the, the trick there's a place in new york that sells pb and j uh-huh and a hundred variations thereon. In fact, I think it's called PB and J. Um, but my ultimate favorite peanut butter sandwich is. In fact, I had one tonight before I came over here. Swear to God, I did. Chunky peanut butter, your favorite brand, and sliced bread and butter pickles. Now the best is really a pickle that my mom used to make, and I have a recipe, and I've actually made them one time just to be sure I could reproduce them and they were called crystal cukes and they were awesome pickles oh my goodness there just wasn't a better pickle in the world than crystal cukes and they were the best on peanut butter sandwiches but I don't make pickles anymore uh, see I don't have a taste so, for sweet pickles oh. well if you have a taste taste for peanut butter and jelly yes you just is. leave out the jelly and put the sweet pickles in and you will be surprised pleasantly surprised you know me i'll try anything once try it believe me and it doesn't have to be um bread and butter pickle any sweet pickle the whole idea is the sweet with the pickle Uh, you know i think i started to say pb and j they make a peanut butter and pickle sandwich but i think they use dills it looked like dill slices that doesn't sound good to me at all they call it um the pregnant mother's sandwich or something <laughs> um and and more power to them they do sell them but it wouldn't appeal to me at all i love peanut butter and sweet pickle though so if you're feeling adventuresome and low on your bucket for christmas dinner try peanut butter and sweet pickle sandwich they're very very tasty i am blessed that and i don't know if i've actually ever said this on any podcast Lacey can cook. Yeah, you told me she can cook. And that's good. That's that's good. Uh, she's always told me the reason why you married me is because I, I I've never denied it. <laughs> just just to clarify, I've well, never denied it. Honesty is always the best policy. And that woman can cook. That's and, great. And so I'm looking forward to yeah 
prime dinner, rib. Yes. Mm. She gonna make Yorkshire pudding? No. No. Which is probably just as well. I don't think I would really like. Yorkshire pudding is like fried dough, but it's fried in the beef juice thing. Yeah, no. I think. No, that's I'm not real sure, but it sounds really greasy and rich and hurts just to think about eating it. The, uh, apologies to people that love Yorkshire pudding. Uh, more power to you. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I couldn't go there. But I, I, I think that, that what we're saying is that Christmas is special because... You make it special, whether you're having a special dinner, whether you're not, whether you're having lots of presents, whether you're not. If you're with somebody you love and can be good, if you're not, you're with them in your heart, and that makes it special. And, you know, that's that's where it's... You know, after 72 Christmases, you kind of have to go back and rethink your whole thing about Christmas... Because I remember how I used to look forward to Christmas. Yes. Even as a young married person, as a young adult, I still had a different viewpoint of Christmas than I have now. And I don't mean to come across being ball humbug. <laughs> yes. But I'm, I'm ready for the decorations. To come oh, out. well, I would be too if mine went up the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> Or what, three days before Thanksgiving? David's wife, God love her, she may cook, but I'm telling you, this woman has a thing for putting up Christmas decos a little on the early side, in my opinion. I think if she could have, she'd have put them up right after Halloween. She may have done, even, she actually. <laughs> <laughs> she hears us, yes. So I can understand why you're saying that. you know. And I used to do the same thing because when I tell you, I think I told Lacey last week, I have so many, oh my God, you can't believe how many Christmas decorations I have. I mean, you can't. See, we used to have a big television that sat on the floor and the footprint for the television was bigger than this table. Wow. And that's that's at least... That's a four-foot table. I was going to say that's at least by a four. two. Yeah, four by two. The footprint for this thing it was about six foot by four. Ooh, big TV. It's sitting out in the front of my house. If anybody wants it, please come and steal it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's deader than a doornail. But the cool thing about it was that I could put all kinds of decos on top of it. I had a little snowman and trees and stuff, and I kept buying more of that kind of junk, you know, because I go, ooh, I can put it on top of the telly. Well, now that telly's dead. Right. And now we have one that hangs on the wall, and it has a footprint of nothing. Okay. So I don't have anywhere to put a lot of my decos. So I have all this cute stuff, and and I love snowman. I have a snowman collection you wouldn't believe. I got decos all over the place. I could open a Christmas store with the stuff I have in my garage and the Christmas room. And it's all still there in the garage. I can't because it has so much work. It's so much work. And it's just me doing it because I can't make Ernie do that. Okay. I mean, okay. Ernie's Buddhist. Right. (laughs) For one. For one. Yeah. It's kind of hard to push him into even, and they used to celebrate Christmas anyhow, you know, the secular aspect of Christmas, the tree, the presents, the whole nine yards. But it's kind of hard for me to push him into, because he has to, he has to do it at work. He has to put the tree up at work and he has to, all that. So I, I can't, I just can't bring myself to when he comes home, say, honey, and you please do this and that. I'm going to put the snowman over there and this and that. I mean, I was 
I felt bad asking him to put the tree up. But since it was just a matter of pulling it up and sticking a stick up its middle, I figured right. he can go that far. So it's too much for me to do alone. Well, Lace, you know. Lace every year, Lace has always done the tree. Yeah. Um, I remember it, when it was there last year. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, we swapped the TV yeah. to the to Christmas yeah. tree. Yeah. But every Good year, swap. Um, you know, she she goes and she always does it alone. And yeah. this that I've seen. Oh my God, it's a pain in the ass because it's one of those things that you connect A to B to B. Oh, to C. see now you should have got mine, man. It's cool. You just go boink. And you stick the rod up its middle, and you got a tree. I I believe we actually got for one. Oh, excuse me, just a okay. for those of you who weren't watching, boink means that you just pull on the thing and you pull it up out of its middle, <laughs> and, and it becomes a tree. That was a. I had to describe what boink meant. Okay. Okay. Uh, the tree was purchased before we got married. Really? Yes, and we got married in 1996. It's held up well. It's a much better tree, branch-wise, than ours. Okay, ours, if you get real close to it, you look at it and you go, that's pretty cheesy. But if you get back and <laughs> take off your glasses, it looks great. <laughs> I mean, really, it's, you know, it definitely doesn't look like a tree up close, but... Eh. In fact, right under the star, you see that crystal heart right there? Yes. That was your first one? That was number one, yes. Oh. 1995. See, we have that, too. We have a, a, a decoration. It's a... Um, how do I describe it? It was flat. Mm-hmm. We cut it out, and you put it all together, and then it it's like a ball, and it has, like, indents, kind of, and... And it's it's heavy paper, like not cardboard, but not flimsy too. And it, it was actually from Frito. Frito Lay put it out one year. Really? And that was our first Christmas tree decoration. First and only, actually, that year. That and I think I bought some tinsel. Ernie can't understand tinsel. No. I've shown him. I have shown him the original. Preacher's Wife movie with Cary Grant and Loretta Young and David Niven. Right. Where Cary Grant goes like that and the, and the tree comes all pretty and he goes like that and it comes up with like tinsel everywhere. And I've explained to him that I don't remember when that movie was made, early 40s uh, or possibly late 30s. Um, and I said, see, that's when, when I was a kid growing up, we had tinsel all over our tree every year because people were trying to duplicate that look. It was unique and beautiful and, and magical and everything. And, and, but now people, I even saw something, on, I think, on Facebook where somebody was saying something about tinsel. I think Lacey posted it now that I think of it. Lace, did you post something about tinsel on Facebook? Right, right. The cat ate the tinsel and it was coming out the cat's ass. Well, that's how uncommon it is to hang tinsel on a tree anymore. And I actually stopped doing it a while back because Ernie pointed out, he says, you know, you put all the time and effort into putting all the lights and decos on the tree and everything. And then he says, you cover it all up with tinsel. You can't see it. And he had a really valid point. Plus, it's a lot of work to put on. 
because I do it the old-fashioned way, one at a time. Right. I don't just throw wads of tinsel at the tree <laughs> like the kids like to do. Open the bag and just Yeah. <laughs> no, uh-uh. So um, I stopped doing that and saved zero dollars because tinsel's cheap. But uh, certainly lots and lots and lots of time, not only time in putting it on, but time in taking it off. Well, actually, you can put a dead tree out to get picked up with a trash man oh, with yeah. tinsel on. They're, they'll take it with tin. They won't take it with balls on or anything else, but they will take it with tinsel on, which is cool. But then you've got tinsel, you know, <laughs> like sort of like a little yellow brick road from right. the front of your house to the curb pickup line, you know, of tinsel. Just drop, 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 drop all the way. So I don't do tinsel anymore, um, but... I I can't um, I can't find the inclination to do the Christmas deco thing. The kid the grandkids are grown enough, you know. If if I could, maybe if I could get at some of the boxes, I might have put up a little bit more. Like we have a grandfather's clock in our hallway in the when. I would call it a foyer, but it's not. It's just a hallway <laughs> from our front door into the house. Uh, but it's wide enough that we've got this grandfather clock sitting there. Uh-huh. It hasn't worked for a long, long time. It's it's floor-to-ceiling tall. I bought it for Ernie in Albuquerque a long time back, uh, and it worked for a long time. And then he took it to a, a clock guy who he paid money to have it fix it, have him fix it. But if he did, he d- it didn't last. So it's constantly 820, which is interesting. But I have this little uh, furry, hairy, furry, I don't know whether it's hair or fur. It's, I think it's hair meant to look like fur. Let's go fuzzy. Uh, well, but he isn't fuzzy. It's more hairy, actually. <laughs> but anyhow, it's a mouse, okay? <laughs> and I have this little teeny tiny wreath that I hot glue, I love hot glue guns. I'm a big hot glue gun fan. I uh, hot glued this little wreath into his little mousy mouth, okay? And then I hot glue him his butt and stuck him on the glass of the grandfather clock. And I did that for years when my granddaughters were little because they knew the, the nursery rhyme about the hickory dickory dog, right. the mouse ran up the clock, you know, and they thought that was so cool. Grandma had a mouse running up her clock, and it looks like a real mouse. So for a while there, they weren't real, <laughs> except... It was a constant pause mode, you know. <laughs> he wasn't running up. He wasn't running down. He was just like stuck on the on the glass. So I think they kind of knew it wasn't real. But anyhow, they liked it. And I've actually kind of got that out a couple of times, just because I think it's fun to have. But uh, for the most part, no. All my snowmen are still packed away, and all. And and now that's cool because I won't have to spend this week between Christmas and New Year's putting everything away. See, so there's some advantages to, right. to not going there. But like I said probably an hour ago, um, after 72 Christmases, you kind of change your approach to Christmas. It, 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 I don't look forward to it like I used to. It it's, doesn't hold the same magic. I like all the Christmas shows. I still watch all the Christmas movies, what I call Christmas movies. Right. You know, we still, it's not Christmas unless we've watched It's a Wonderful Life and 
and the preacher's wife, the original one, and and Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, which I usually watch on Thanksgiving because right. it's more of a Thanksgiving kind of movie. Um, and I like Scrooge, several different versions of Scrooge. Ernie has his favorite, and we all we both love the Muppets. Uh, Scrooge, Charles, or what the hell's that story called? <laughs> it's not Scrooge. The Charles Christmas. Dickens. Chris, Christmas Chris, Carol. Christmas Carol, thank you. Uh, brain dead. Anyhow, uh, the Muppets, if you've never seen that one, it's so cool. It is so funny. You have to see it sometime. It's hilarious. Um, and, you know, we watch all those and, and we enjoy that. And then we just have a good time together and relax. And, yeah, we do the present thing. You know, what do you want for Christmas? I don't know. And, you know. I want that. Okay, here, Bing, you got it. <laughs> Literally, you know. So I got the that Zook thing I told you. Yes. And the and the pop phone. We're watching the thing on television. He had to stop. Get up. Go to the computer. Buy it. <laughs> boom, okay. boom, boom, boom. Huh? Well, because he knows that I know that I want it. He's not gonna. We're not. We don't do the surprise thing. Right. Anymore. Yeah, it's hard to do the surprise thing when you've been married thirty-eight years. It is, and it, and and it's hard for him. I don't, I don't want to put that kind of pressure on him. You know, you have to buy me. I did, I did for a while. I did used to tell him, I don't want anything specifically for Christmas, except something that you bought <clears throat> and wrapped and put under the tree. I don't care what it is, but I don't want it to be something I bought or wrapped and put under the tree. Right. It can be a bobby pin. <laughs> if you go buy it, wrap it, and put it under the tree, I don't care. That's all I want. Well, I, I kind of even backed off on that. I don't, you know. I, and and I don't mean to sound like you say Scroogey, but um, I don't know. I just feel differently about Christmas. Now it it means more to me to be with him than to get presents from him. Right. Then I won't say then it ever did. It's just that that is more the focus now. You know. I I think for me it's different because of where my kids are and in, in, you know age. You know yeah. Zoe and, and yeah Zoe's one, Jaden's eleven. That's so, a big spread. So it's. But it's about the presence for them. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. And and that's when, when our grandkids were little, when the kids were little. Yeah, totally. It was a total... I mean, good grief. We used to have them piled around the Christmas tree. It was disgusting. Talk about bacchanalia. It was insane. But that's what we did. Uh, but like you say, it's, it's for the kids. And when you don't have the kids around anymore, or when the people that come around aren't kids anymore... It kind of changes it. It does. It yeah, does. It kind of does. Um, I, I got to tell the story and then we'll, we'll probably close. Oh, yep. It's TikTok, TikTok. Um, very first, well, not our very first Christmas. Very first Christmas married. We were in Arkansas. And we were very poor. We, we had no money. And I remember our next door neighbor actually went out, bought a tree, and found out that the... The tree was crooked at the base. It, it <laughs> would come down and then literally bow and then come back in. And she came over to our house and she was like, do you want it? And we didn't have no money for a Christmas tree. Yeah. So we're like, okay. And then 
you know, we stood it up and it started to stand up right, and then it kind of tilted, and then it kind of <laughs> kind of like a Dr. Seuss Christmas tree. So Dr. I, Seuss, yeah. So because at the time, you know, I didn't have no saws or anything like that. We had, but you did have a pet beaver. No, <laughs> <laughs> we had uh, a butcher knife. Oh, you didn't. Yes. No, you did did not. No. Was it a Ginzu knife? (laughs) If it wasn't, you never got there. Uh, Yeah, actually, we we got there. Are you serious? Probably like four or five hours later, we got through. Oh, you can't be. You can't be serious. It really cut it. Yeah. Could you cut anything else with it after? Oh no, the the knife was gone. Yeah, I would imagine. But but Lacey (laughs) and I would would trade out. You know. Oh my goodness. You know, you saw for a little bit, then you go you know, back and forth, back and forth. But anyway, at Funny. the end, why don't you ask the neighbor for a saw? Oh, good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Too late. Okay. <laughs> but by the by the time we got it all done, we ran to a little Dollar General store. Yeah. You know, because uh, that's I think was the only thing open at the time, and plus you know lights were oh. ninety nine cents. Yeah. And so we ended up taking what was going to end up trash. Mm-hmm. And it was our first Christmas tree. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's very cool. I told you about my tree that I had in Echo Park. Which one? Uh, maybe I didn't. Um, like you, dirt poor, no money, didn't want to hit the streets just for a Christmas tree. So um, <clears throat> I went down to. Um, it was a Gemco. Okay. And you know what Gemco is? I do. Okay, well, there was one there. This was uh, off of Sunset someplace in the Echo Park District of Los Angeles. Uh, and I bought a tree for 99 cents. It was about that big. I took it home, and I cut off about that much of it and took that with some balls and tinsel and crap to work. I was working at a bank in those days as a teller. And I put that up at my station for my little Christmas tree at work. Uh-huh. And so what I had left at home was this sort of pine branch basket sort of thing, if you will. You know. Right, right. The base of the Christmas tree. So I took this great big red bow that I had and I stuck that in the middle of it. And that was my tree at home. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So, you know, we we both know what it's like to to make do and get by. Well, if we do, if we ever get to do a Thanksgiving mm. recording, mm-hmm. I've got, I've got, got a, a good, one? good Thanksgiving, <laughs> our first of Thanksgiving married. Oh, wow. That was again in Arkansas, but if we can get there, I'll tell the story. Well, hopefully we'll get there. And before we close, Sadie had a correction. If you will. Uh, earlier I was talking about the Christmas movies and I mentioned The Preacher's Wife with Denzel Washington, Whitney Houston, and Courtney B. Vance. It came out in 1996. But I said that my favorite was, I, I said, The Preacher's Wife that came out in the 40s. Well, it wasn't The Preacher's Wife. It was actually The Bishop's Wife. came out in 47 and starred Cary Grant, David Niven, and Loretta Young. So... Just so you guys don't think I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, actually, that's probably true. But in any case, I just started talking about Preacher's Wife and kind of went on with it. And I didn't actually think about it too much, but they had renamed it that. I was, you know. More PC. Yeah. 
So anyhow, was the bishop's wife the one is that's the one that I like the best? Not to take anything away from Denzel. Oh goodness, wouldn't want to take anything away from Denzel. Wouldn't mind taking something from Denzel. <laughs> no, 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 don't go there. <laughs> okay, anyhow, that's that. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And that's it for us. I'm David K. Montoya. And I'm S. Sadie Burbank. And remember, boys and girls, as always, what happens in Burbank ends up on a podcast. Merry Christmas, folks. Merry Christmas. You know, Keep going. That, yep, I up. really think Dave has got a Twinkie obsession. I think on. so, too. <laughs> Either that or it's a Tallahassee obsession. That could be it. Yeah. Because Tallahassee likes it. That's what we think Yeah, we should like. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> that usually we have some witty remark, but I don't have one right now. Yay. Brain damage. <laughs> That's what it is. I, my lack of Twinkies. That's what. It, oh, do we got Twinkies? You got Twinkies upstairs? No. Why not? Because Hostess went under, so there's no Twinkies ever. Yes, there is. Somebody took over. I know. I had Twinkies this morning. You. <laughs> I did. All right. We said. Let's better sign off. Yes. So I can beat Rob and go steal some Twinkies. Mm, then let's keep talking. Nope. Gotta go <laughs> for another week of the Flashback Fridays. <laughs> this is Rob. Mike. We'll see you later. Bye.